Marvel City FC is on the air. To own me, can he get the chance? It trickles in! Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Cowabunga, dude! And Louisville City seizes the lead. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome to the month of September, and for Louisville City FC, that means saying goodbye to Lynn Family Stadium. Five of Lou City's six games this month are away from home, including two trips out to the Western Conference. That includes tonight as Lou City travels to take on the Colorado Springs Switchbacks, a team with a number of big-name USL stars, but a team that currently sits in seventh place out west just above the playoff cut line welcome to tonight's broadcast i'm jeff milby casey whitfield alongside and spencer brown our producer back in the espn louisville studios casey we have to start with what happened last week for louisville city one of the more thrilling finishes that louisville city has ever had and potentially the biggest win of the season if it can propel this team forward danny cruz the louisville city head coach calling it a moment to build so how does Louisville City build off of that thrilling victory last week, 2-1, to one, come from behind over the Oakland Roots? I mean, not only come from behind, but come from even the refs kind of against you at that point because looking back over the replay, that was a goal. The first goal that they had, there was no foul. Uh, so to be able to have that happen, then concede a goal and come out in the second half and continue to fight the way that they did and to finish the game off one of the most beautiful goals ever from Oscar Jimenez, absolutely incredible. And I, I think he said it best that it is a moment to build because they have been having some rough patches. It's been so much up and down. So to be able to get a result like that in front of their home fans leading off this long, treacherous stretch of away games it's exactly the momentum shift that you need and so now they have to use that to continue to propel them forward as they try to sharpen up as postseason play is literally around the corner yeah that that is the difficulty of of that win right is that on the heels of it five of six are away from home Mm -hmm. it's an absolutely brutal month they're in colorado tonight they'll be in new mexico and albuquerque in a couple of weeks time for another west coast trip just one home game this month and you go to tampa and tampa that is absolutely correct two games against tampa to come in the season they've yet to face the rowdies the finale of the season is against the rowdies that is at lynn family stadium so your point not just a road trip but a trip to one of your biggest rivals one of the best teams in the league and a team that's performing at a high level right now in the eastern conference to come during this month it's going to be terribly difficult well and it's not quick trips like it's not just oh we're just going to go up to indy and play up there like they're going all the way to colorado to then come back here to then go all the way down to tampa to come back here to then go back down to miami is so it's just like the, the the distance that they are traveling is insane and so that's got to be playing on their minds too of making sure they're really taking care of their bodies because it's late in the season too traveling's hard on the body so making sure they're they're you know being smart with that, but it is going to be a tough spell. It just feels like, though, Casey, the Louisville City fans, anyway, have just been waiting on this team to click, waiting on that moment where Louisville City looks like Louisville City, not for one game, not for two games, but for a stretch of three, four, five, six games. It hasn't come, and despite all that, they're still in a great position in fourth place in the Eastern Conference in a spot to host 
a home playoff game in the first round of the playoffs, which is at this point in the year would be the goal for this team. But the question I have for you is, is that win such a thrilling, emotional win to score in the 98th minute to win a game, the latest goal scored in the USL this season, is that enough to give Louisville City that moment to click, to go forward and really take off this season down the stretch on the road, as we mentioned? I mean, all, all of that playing into it. Is that momentum from last week's game enough to really push them over the top and get them going heading into the playoffs? I mean, I want to say yes, and I don't really know how it couldn't be because it was such an amazing game, an amazing moment. But, I mean, the the whole season has been tough for them. So can I, it, it's just going to depend on how they play tonight. Like, will they be able to put it together? I hope that the answer is yes. I hope that that game has been able to lift them. I would imagine it would if it were me. It would definitely motivate me to continue to play like that and, you know, to know that it's the final little bit that we haven't been clicking. And after that, things felt really good. We didn't have the best moments at times, but we worked hard. We continued to fight. So I would I would hope that the answer is yes, and I think this is going to be a big test tonight because Colorado is a very physical team, and it's going to be a, a true test to see where they are. Widener Field is the site of tonight's game. It is an 8,000-seat soccer-specific stadium home to the Colorado Springs switchbacks. Louisville City there this evening. We're going to continue to get you prepared for it. Kickoff set for a little bit past 9 o'clock Louisville time. When we come back, we will hear from Louisville City's head coach, Danny Cruz, ahead of this game. It's Lou City against Colorado Springs on the road this evening. You're listening to pregame coverage on ESPN 680 and 1057. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. I think we're, we're really happy with the performance last weekend. Um, but as, as I said after the game and as I said to the group, you know, complacency can't set in, right? It's an important time of the year, obviously, but the focus is making sure that, uh, you know, that we're prepared for Colorado and, and do everything we can, as I've said, to, to come out of there with a result. That's Danny Cruz talking about the 
proponent tonight or the situation tonight for Louisville City FC. They are on the road at Colorado Springs looking to avoid that complacency that he fears after that thrilling victory last week against the Oakland Roots, a 2-1 to come-from-behind win. Casey, some changes in that game that we haven't touched on yet. A move to a four-man back line after the much-talked-about five-man back line. What stood out to you from a soccer perspective? Not necessarily the fight and the desire and the ability to come back that Louisville City showed, but what about tactically that Danny Cruz uh, had last week caught your eye or maybe an individual performance from players that came into the game because there were some changes in that team? I think the the big thing that really stood out to me was the front three in Jorge Gonzalez, Wilson Harris, and Ray Serrano. There was so much fluidity and interchange between those three that it allowed for a lot more creativity going forward offensively. They looked more aggressive. They looked more threatening. And the speed of play going forward was a lot better. I think a lot of that is due to those front three players. And um, I think the addition back to the starting lineup of Jorge Gonzalez, he's such a dynamic, creative player out there that – he makes a huge, huge difference, and he makes the players around him better. So I, I was excited seeing that front three, very young. You have like It's a balance between the young and the old out on the field, and I think it's a good balance that you have enough youth out there to keep the energy level high, but then you have some of the older players to kind of solidify that leadership. But that's really – those three – really, really stood out to me. And then the addition, adding Winder to that to kind of make the runs off of it, I thought it was really exciting to watch offensively. Tonight's opponents, Colorado Springs, mentioned that they are down in seventh place in the Western Conference, but this is a very talented team. A lot of big-name USL players that fans of Louisville City will be very familiar with from their time with various teams across the league. Danny Cruz, here's what he had to say about Colorado Springs. Well, the players that, that uh, didn't start in that game obviously you know, are likely to get an opportunity, I should say, uh, this weekend, and they're quality players. You know? So Beckford didn't start in the, in the last game. Williams didn't start in the last game. These are players that have a lot of quality. So you know, uh, we, we've you know, tried our best to, to put the players in a position where they understand what it could look like, uh, given those red cards. Um, but at the end of the day, we've made sure that we focused on ourselves, you know, and, and starting the game, as I've said, the right way and doing the things uh, that we know make us successful. Um, it doesn't matter uh, who they put on the field uh, if we don't do those things. Danny Cruz, they're referencing Colorado's game last week, an absolutely bananas game. They had three <laughs> red cards three. shown to them in that game against Monterey Bay. Uh, Casey, just a bizarre situation to have that many players sent off. Obviously, all three of those players unavailable for tonight's game as a result of those red cards. So we're going to see a very changed Colorado Springs team from the one that took the field last week. Yeah, I remember watching the game and just being shocked as, first of all, the first was a second yellow, and so they're down a man. Okay, we've seen that happen before. But then for the second player to then get a second yellow and be down a man, and at that point it's still 0-0. And then Colorado's able to score and go up a goal. It was a beautiful set piece. Uh, But they also not only had three red cards, the last one was a straight red, completely deserving but not only did they have three red cards but they gave up two penalty kicks which is how they ended up losing the game so a team like I said that's very physical it's going to be an absolute battle out there Uh, and so interesting to see how they come out uh, after last week's result but a very talented team that didn't necessarily start last week as Cruz was alluding to Romario Williams one of the headline names on this team the Jamaican 
a terrific goal scorer in this league for a number of years, eight of them. He's got over 50 career goals in the USL. He is starting tonight. And the full details of those starting lineups coming your way in just a couple of minutes. Also coming your way next, Casey Whitfield's keys to the game. It's Lou City against Colorado Springs tonight in Colorado. You're listening to it here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wing. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. The collection of items in our household from Louisville Furniture is up to four now. Two dressers, a bed, and a table in our house have all come from Louisville Furniture. Why? Simple, because they have great furniture at great prices, and maybe the biggest reason, they have so many items in stock in their warehouse. That means it can be in your home in a matter of days. And right now, Louisville Furniture has deep discounts up to 65% off and 0% financing options available as well. That's Louisville Furniture right by the Middletown Water Towers. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Just a couple of minutes away from kickoff in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where Louisville City is in action tonight. Casey Whitfield has her keys for tonight's game. So tonight, Louisville City has to be physically strong. Like I said, this is going to be an absolute physical battle and could potentially get chippy. So we just like we talked about in the last game, they had three red cards and gave up two penalty kicks. So we have to make sure that we're physically strong and ready to battle tonight. Next, limit set-piece opportunities. We have struggled this season with conceding goals on set-pieces, and Colorado is a very strong team on set-pieces. So we have to make sure that we are limiting the number of opportunities and set pieces that they get especially in the final third and then finally control the controllables like I mentioned earlier this can get chippy and the ref's decisions or the game might not go exactly how we planned so we have to make sure that we are controlling the things that we can control and not allowing the other things to take us away from our game plan or dictate how we play it is a gorgeous night in Colorado 84 degrees low humidity, and almost zero chance of precipitation. That is where tonight's game is taking place in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. Louisville City against Colorado Springs switchbacks. Starting lineups and kickoff are next here on ESPN Louisville. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. 
Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Breeze Airways. Let's start with Louisville City on the road tonight in Widener Field. It's Oliver Zimla who won the USL's Save of the Week award for his phenomenal fingertip stop against Oakland late on in that game last week. He starts in goal this evening for a 23rd time this year. The back four in front of him, Oscar Jimenez, who scored that game winner, is joined by Kyle Adams and Sean Tosh as the center back pairing. Wes Sharpie is away on an excused absence tonight, so he is not a member of the team this evening. Manny Perez, the right back for Louisville City. In the midfield, the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, starts for a second consecutive evening. He's joined by Carlos Mogel Jr. and Elijah Winder. And then the front three, Jorge Gonzalez, Ray Serrano, and Wilson Harris, the center forward tonight for Louisville City's head coach, Danny Cruz. They are sitting on 37 points. That's up in fourth place in the USL's Eastern Conference. And Louisville City currently in line to host a home playoff game. Uh, for the opposition tonight, Colorado Springs, the switchbacks, Joe Kuzminski, a seventh-year veteran, previously with the Charleston Battery in his second year in Colorado, gets an eighth start between the pipes tonight for the switchbacks. It's going to be a back three, we think, in front of Kuzminski. Uh, Drew Skundrich is one of the defenders, along with Oscar Agren, a Swedish player, and Duke Lacroix, a Haitian player, rounding out that defensive back three for Colorado. The wingbacks tonight, we suspect, will be Tyreek McGee, a Jamaican, and then on the right, another Jamaican. That is Deshane Beckford, two speedy wing-type players. In the midfield, former Louisville City player Speedy Williams, who you may remember from his number of years in purple. He had the assist back in that 2017 USL Cup championship game, assisting Cameron Lancaster with the winning goal to give Louisville City their first title. 
He starts for Colorado Springs in the midfield along with former Toronto FC Major League Soccer player Jay Chapman. And then the attacking players, former Tampa Bay Rowdy and Indy 11 member Juan Tejada, who joined this team earlier this season, gets a start tonight along with Jairo Enriquez in the wing positions. And then down the middle, a very dangerous goal scorer, Romario Williams. Again, mentioned him previously with a number of teams in the USL, including the Charleston Battery. 51 career goals. He has eight this season for Colorado Springs. The 29-year-old, he starts as the center forward. Stephen Hogan, the head coach of Colorado Springs in his first year at the helm after serving as an assistant for the last two years under Brendan Burke. He has led this team to a seventh-place standing in the Western Conference, a record of 11, 12, and 3. And our referee tonight, Gerald Flores, will be the man in the middle commanding tonight's game. Widener Field does have artificial turf, as many stadiums in the USL do, but Casey Whitfield, Danny Cruz said this week that it's really good turf. That was his term. It's really good turf. So we'll see what kind of impact it has on the game. Well, I suppose that's subjective. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there there does make a difference with the quality of the turf. Um, It's just not my cup of tea. I've never been a turf fan, but I understand in certain weather conditions, turf is definitely easier to maintain, but it definitely affects the way that the game is played. The ball is going to bounce differently. The speed of play will be different on turf. So something to keep in mind that it's not going to play like the beautiful grass field at Lynn Family Stadium. There is certainly a Jamaican flair to this Colorado Springs team, by the way. Mentioned Speedy Williams, also mentioned Deshane Beckford and Tyreek McGee, Romario Williams, a Jamaican all have made appearances for their national team. Speedy Williams, by the way, 35 caps for Jamaica. Mentioned his assist in the 2017 USL Cup championship game. He made 91 appearances in the regular season for Lou City from 2017 to 2020. You may also remember he was the first ever Louisville City goal scorer in Lynn Family Stadium history. One of the greats in Louisville City's nine years, and he takes on Louisville City as a member of the opposition tonight. The two teams out on the field. It is Colorado Springs moving from left to right in the first half. They are wearing all black uniforms with light blue trim, white numerals in trim, and Louisville City wearing white on the road tonight. They will be moving from right to left to start tonight's game. Gerald Flores, the referee, standing in the center circle with the ball in his hands. Louisville City lined up waiting for Colorado Springs to do the same. It will be Colorado Springs ball to open the game. As Flores, the referee, hands the ball off to Romario Williams, who is placing it on the spot for the opening kick. Again, an absolutely gorgeous night in Colorado, 84 degrees, low humidity, and zero chance of precipitation. So other than the artificial turf, which is good, according to Danny Cruz, it is otherwise ideal conditions tonight for Louisville City on the road. Flores blows the whistle. And we are underway in Colorado Springs at Widener Field. The switchbacks with possession from the opening kick, and they hit it long down the right channel, looking for Romario Williams, and it's just past him, retrieved by Oliver Zimla. Mentioned his save last week, Casey. What a phenomenal save that was. One of the best saves I think I've ever seen. Uh, I remember the ball going and just thinking that's hitting the back of the net, and he just gets enough fingertips on it to kind of push it over, but absolutely incredible. Louisville City working the ball forward down their left towards Jorge Gonzalez. It was flicked on toward him by Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain again starting for a second consecutive game tonight after not playing in over a month prior to that. But it's out for a Colorado Springs throw. Skundrick takes it 
On the near side, the right, he's playing as the right of the three-man back line. It's all the way back to Louisville's Sean Tosh, though. He touches it further backward to Oliver Zimla, and Zimla has to hit it long with his left foot to Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez touches it back to Kyle Adams, playing as the left of the two center backs tonight, the left-footed New Zealander who joined midseason from San Diego. He hits it long, and Louisville City brings the ball down, and they'll have possession for a spell here. Carlos Mogel plays it to the right center back, Sean Tosh. He's at the midfield stripe. It's a long diagonal from right to left of the near sideline. Jorge Gonzalez, a bit of an awkward bounce off of his chest, but Skundrich has to play it wide for a Louisville City throw on the near side of the left. Taken quickly by Gonzalez into the box to Elijah Winder. Gets to the end line. Winder gets the pass off across the face of goal, but uh, no one there in white for Louisville City could attack it. It's cleared out by Colorado Springs, but it remains with Louisville City tonight with Oscar Jimenez playing it back to Kyle Adams. A good early cross there, Casey. Yeah, I'm not really sure how he kept that one in. I don't think the rest of his team really expected that one to go in, but I'm interested to see how these teams are going to line up with each other because of the three back. It's really going to have a lot of space there for Gonzalez and Serrano to be able to get in out wide on the wing or have them cut inside and open up space for Jimenez and Perez. Louisville goes with a long ball ultimately, and that bounces out of play harmlessly from a Colorado Springs perspective. They'll have a goal kick for their goalkeeper, Joe Kuzminski, to take. Christian Herrera is the typical number one. He started 19 games this year, but Kuzminski, the option the last couple of games for head coach Stephen Hogan. Again, a longtime member of the Charleston Battery in his seventh year, just his second team in Colorado Springs. It is the switchbacks with it right now, and their midfield Tyreek McGee has it. He dribbles past Ray Serrano, surrounded by white shirts, though, McGee. He has to play it back to the back line. It's now with Skundrich, the right of the three-man back line. Skundrich goes under pressure back to the goalkeeper, Kuzminski. He has time and space, though, to play it wide left. There he finds Duke Lacroix, a Haitian. Lacroix sends it long to midfield, where Louisville City's Sean Tosh takes over. He hits it long down the middle. Juan Tejada brings it down for Colorado Springs, and the switchbacks take over. Here they come forward with a promising-looking run through the midfield. Carlos Mogel with a big tug of the jersey, and that's going to be a foul and an early booking. Three minutes into the game, and our first World of Beer yellow card shown to Louisville City's Carlos Mogel Jr. For a foul, it appeared on Jay Chapman. As a matter of fact, we get a look at it now. It was Jairo Enriquez that was making that run with the ball at his feet, and Mogel just reached out from behind and... Wow, pulled the jersey way back. So a clear yellow card, I think, Casey. Yeah, and I'm not sure why he's fouling there because he's got the whole back line back behind him. It wasn't like there was any sort of break going forward or it was going to lead to a goal. Uh, in my opinion, a silly foul and a silly early, early yellow card. Jairo Enriquez and El Salvador International with three goals in 35 caps for his national team. From the free kick, Colorado Springs goes long. They sent it down the left sideline looking for Juan Tejada to make a run forward, but it's behind for a Louisville City goal kick. Four minutes on the clock, 0-0 our score, but both teams, well, Louisville City with a decent half chance early going. They send the goal kick long. It's brought down by Wilson Harris on the near sideline, battling with Ogren, the Swedish center back. Ogren takes the ball away, plays it forward to Enriquez. He goes down under a challenge from Paolo Del Piccolo. It's another foul against Louisville City and a free kick to Colorado Springs. They have it now with Tejado after, after that free kick on the far sideline. They're in the defensive half. Lacroix sends it back to the goalkeeper, Kuzminski. 
Louisville sending players forward. It's Serrano to chase the ball into the goalkeeper's feet. Kuzminski sends it long near midfield where it's headed out of play by Kyle Adams of Louisville. It's a throw to Colorado Springs on the near sideline there right in their defensive half. Skundrich the throw. It's back to him now. A touch from Oscar Jimenez. Skundrich a header down to Enriquez. He hits a terrific ball on the volley, but it's just a bit too hot for Juan Tejada to bring down on the far sideline, trying to make the big switch there, Enriquez. But it's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side, the right, about 10 yards shy of the midfield stripe. And Manny Perez, the right back for Louisville City, will take it with five minutes on the clock. Very quick start so far to this game. A lot of back-and-forth play. Neither team really able to settle in possession, each team trying to push the envelope and see if they can set the pace to the game. Kyle Adams with it now, just left of the center circle. He's touching it forward, crosses midfield, plays it on the ground to Jorge Gonzalez. He plays it through to Oscar Jimenez, wide left, outside of the box, looking to maybe cross. Instead, he plays it on the ground to Gonzalez on the inside left. Gonzalez, an awkward touch, and then he spins and is taken down by Skundrich, and there's a foul and a very promising free kick opportunity for Louisville City here. Skundrich called for the foul as he pulled down Jorge Gonzalez, and Louisville City will have this fifth-third free kick just to the left of the D at the top of the box Uh, of the Colorado Springs penalty area. Yeah, he just wraps his arm around him and pulls it down. Really nicely done, though, from Gonzalez to be able to get control of the ball. It was kind of passed behind him in an awkward area, so he's able to get on it. But this is a very, very dangerous area for a set piece. Uh, Because of the distance, I imagine it's going to be a shot from a right-footed player, I think would make the most sense. Right now you've got Harris, it looked like Gonzalez, and Jimenez lining up behind the ball. I would highly, highly expect a shot from this one. If Lancaster was in, this is golden territory for him. That's exactly what I was about to say. Cameron Lancaster available on the bench tonight for Louisville City. This has his name written all over it if he were on the field. wonder if he's like salivating over there <laughs> on the sidelines, wishing that he could be in to take that one. As it stands, it's Gonzalez standing over it with Harris. It's going to be Jorge Gonzalez. He goes for goal, and it's right at the goalkeeper, Kuzminski, right down the middle, perfectly positioned for the Colorado Springs goalkeeper, and he makes a comfortable save. Right height on the shot and the right power just completely wrong on the placement there, hitting it right at the goalkeeper. He's able to get it around the wall, but just isn't able to get the placement on it that he needs. So a little bit unfortunate that they couldn't have a more solid opportunity there. Colorado Springs building out of the back. Enriquez dribbling down the near sideline, cuts into the middle of the field. They're into the attacking half now. McGee trying to play it through for Williams. Williams may have been in an offside position, and he let the ball roll through all the way to Zimla, the Louisville City goalkeeper. But that was a little opportunity for Colorado Springs. Tyreek McGee showing up in the midfield, playing a a ball through down the middle on the ground for Romario Williams, the lethal goal scorer. Yeah, and Lucid is going to have to make sure that they're communicating those runners and really staying tight defensively. They've got the four back now, no longer the three center backs, so really making sure that they're tight in their defensive shape. Here's Colorado Springs with Beckford just outside of the Louisville City box. He couldn't really keep it alive. Just on the end line, Beckford did everything he could to send the ball into the mixer in the penalty area, but didn't get much on the ball, and Louisville City able to take over calmly. And now they're into the attack with Manny Perez on the right side. Uh, gives it up to Ray Serrano. He plays it backward at the midfield stripe to Carlos Mogel Jr., just to the right of the center circle. We've played nearly eight minutes in this game. It is 0-0 to this point. Here's Kyle Adams, the center back for Louisville, to the left of the center circle. Plays it on the ground to his opposite number. That is uh, the right center back, Sean Tosh. Ball into the box from Tosh, and it's too far in front of Elijah Winder. It bounces into the arms of the goalkeeper, Kuzminski, who read it well coming off of his line to his left. And it's a, it's a decent idea there, but where he is on the field, that type of service is never going to be successful. Trying to drive the ball in from inside your own half, there's just not enough space in behind the area for that type of service for a player to run onto. So I think Tosh would be better off maybe playing a little more possession there. 
Skundrich a ball to McGee. McGee in the defensive half here for Colorado Springs. He dribbles on Ray Serrano, gets into the attacking half, now steps on the ball, plays it to the center circle where Enriquez brings it down. Now it's along the back line with Lacroix. Lacroix into the center circle. Here's Speedy Williams, who wears the captain's armband for Colorado Springs, the former Louisville City player. He plays it wide right to Skundrich. Skundrich back to his teammate Ogren, the center back. Ogren hits a ball down the inside right. Beckford giving chase. He's beaten to the ball by Oscar Jimenez just outside the Louisville box. Jimenez hits it forward towards Palo del Piccolo. He cannot bring it down. And it's out for a Louisville, I beg your pardon, a Colorado Springs throw on the near side, the right in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. Skundrich takes it. It goes into his teammate. That is Chapman, knocked off of his feet by Del Piccolo, another Colorado Springs throw. Skundrich takes it again this time towards Williams, just outside of the box. He does well to hold it up. Beckford wide right now. On the ground, forward looking for, I believe, McGee, who made a run forward. And it's knocked out of play by a Louisville City player for another Colorado throw. On the near side, the right. It comes into Skundrich. He turns and goes backward to the midfield line to Ogren. Ogren into the midfield to Speedy Williams. He turns, plays the ball down the middle over the top. Enriquez onto it. Enriquez a chance to score. Enriquez goes for goal, and it's a terrific save from Oliver Zimla. Diving to his left at the near post. The shot hit with power from Jairo Enriquez, but Oliver Zimla was equal to it. Absolutely beautiful ball over top to find Enriquez. A nice little scooped through ball from Williams. I mean, absolutely perfect. And it's a great strike. And Zimla, again, coming up big, making that save at the near post. But Lou City has to make sure that they're aware of those runners in behind because they cannot give Colorado these open looks. Here's the Colorado Springs corner. It skips on the ground into the penalty area where it's knocked out by Carlos Mogel Jr. Comes wide right once again to Tyreek McGee, he dribbles into the box, a left-footed player. McGee on his left, drops it off backward to Williams, and Speedy Williams just drove the shot through, and Zimla has to make another save. A bit of a weird one from Speedy Williams. Might have been a pass intentionally, but it got through the crowd of players. Zimla saw it late through that crowd and dove to his left to knock it aside. It's another Colorado Springs corner. I'll say, I don't think Zimla saw that one until it was coming right at him. It's a great little sneaky shot there from the top of the box, and I think it might have gone wide if Zimla doesn't touch it, but regardless... It's a great save again from Oliver Zimla, staying locked in. The Colorado Springs corner is cleared out by Louisville City. It's out for a Colorado Springs throw. They have it on the wide right area now near the near sideline, closer to midfield than they were with McGee, who, is, again, is a very dangerous customer. Tyreek McGee, a Jamaican international, made 10 caps, made his debut against the United States back in 2019. He plays the ball here forward to a teammate. It's knocked to the inside right to Enriquez. Wide right it goes, Skundrich getting forward. His cross got well under it. And it's behind into the first row of the standing room section behind Oliver Zimla's goal. And that attack for Colorado Springs, which lasted a couple of minutes there and generated a couple of saves out of Oliver Zimla, results in a Louisville City goal kick here with 11 and a half minutes on the clock. A bit of a wasted opportunity there on the service from Skundrich. He just is leaning back, gets underneath it, and there's nothing dangerous about it. But Colorado Springs has looked really good going forward so far. Louisville City to see if they can settle in the ball. And when they're able to turn them over, they need to connect their passes out of pressure. Oliver Zimla hits that goal kick long into the attacking half. Gonzalez goes down. No foul called. Ball knocked around. It's headed forward by Paolo Del Piccolo to Jorge Gonzalez. He has a defender on his back trying to hold it up, and he does well. He draws a foul. Skundrich called for the foul. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City a few yards past the midfield stripe in the attacking half on the inside left. And Louisville City, a bit fortunate, not necessarily fortunate is the right word, but they've gotten the positive end of a few foul calls early on in this game. Yeah, and I think this is a good one then for, the, for them to slow the game down, get a little bit of possession going, and see if they can take the energies a little bit out of Colorado right now. 
Fifth third free kick taken on the ground. They're building along the back line. It's Tosh in the defensive half, about five yards shy of midfield. Across the field on the ground to Adams. Adams touches it into the attacking half, plays it into the center circle to Carlos Mogel Jr. Back wide, it goes to Adams. Adams, a ball in the air down the inside left channel looking for Gonzalez, cut out by Skundrich. Loose ball picked up by McGee, and here comes Colorado Springs looking to break. Enriquez making a run in front of McGee, as is Williams. McGee plays it wide right. It goes to Beckford. Beckford dribbling in towards the Louisville City box. Just outside of it now. Beckford on his right. Deshane Beckford goes on, tries the shot from a very difficult angle, defended closely by Oscar Jimenez, and it's well off target. But Deshane Beckford looking very talented on the ball, a very lively player, just couldn't get the better of Oscar Jimenez there like he wanted to. When he looks confident on the ball, too, dribbling at the defender with pace, I think Jimenez does really well, though, to really take away the inside option that he wants and force him to go outside. And when he does that, he forces the angle to be extremely difficult to get any sort of shot off. So it's really good defending from Jimenez. Zimla sends that goal kick long into the attacking half. It's knocked back his way by Colorado Springs and picked up by Juan Tejada on the far side the left. He's dribbling in towards the Louisville box. Manny Perez defending. Here's Tejada still on it. Tejada left-footed cross blocked by Perez up into the air and it bounces past the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Colorado, Colorado Springs on the far side there left. 13-43 counting upward in the first half. 0-0 our score, but Colorado Springs knocking on the door right now. They have it with Skundrich to the right of the center circle. He steps on the ball looking forward. A little pressure comes in from Gonzalez. He gives the pass up to Beckford on the near sideline, defended by Oscar Jimenez. Tried to nutmeg him. Jimenez stood tall, and then a foul committed by Beckford as he ran into Oscar Jimenez. Those two in a decent little battle there as Beckford tried to nutmeg him, couldn't pull it off, and it's a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in the defensive half on the inside left, about 10 yards shy of midfield. And Colorado Springs has just looked really good going forward. They've got a lot of numbers committed for it. I think a lot of that also is due to their formation. They're able to commit Beckford forward. They're able to commit Tejada forward, get numbers on that back line, then making it really difficult for Lucity to be able to break out. Wilson Harris trying to spin on the end of that fifth-third free kick just inside the Colorado Springs box. He couldn't do it. The goalkeeper, Kuzminski, sends it long and out of danger. Brought down by Louisville City at midfield. Palo Zopicolo acrobatically under pressure gets a pass off, but he's fouled, and so the referee will call, blow the whistle and call this back, and I think a good call for Louisville City because that pass was going toward the far sideline and might have been out of play. So it's a fifth-third free kick to the boys in purple. Just past the midfield stripe in the center circle. They take it quickly on the ground. It's Adams, Jimenez wide left. Again, Jimenez scoring the game winner in the 98th minute last week. What a phenomenal career he's had with Louisville City, and that's got to be one of the top moments. It's Tosh to the right of the center circle. Now Adams to the left of it at the midfield stripe. He crosses into the attacking half at a walking pace right now. Plays it forward to Wilson Harris. Harris, first time ball outside of Gonzalez. Gonzalez into the penalty area. Shot from Del Piccolo, blocked on its way through and brought down by Speedy Williams and Colorado Springs. And now the switchback's coming forward. A terrific run forward from them. Ball through to Romario Williams. Does the flag stay down? It does. Williams, though, with a touch that brings him backward. And Louisville can bring numbers back defensively. He would have been in if he had had a better touch there. It's Beckford outside of the box. Now McGee inside right at the top of the box. Defended closely by Mogel. Backwards it goes to Scundrich. Scundrich forward to Speedy Williams in the middle of the field. Wide right it goes to McGee. Plays it forward to a teammate, Enriquez, trying to one-two it back to McGee. He goes down. No foul called. Louisville can't control the ball, though. They give it back. Here's Williams. Ball clipped over the top to McGee. McGee has the hit. Oh, and he scuffed it. And it's a loose ball cleared out of the box by Oscar Jimenez toward Elijah Winder. He couldn't control it. Colorado Springs will take over and retain possession. But that was a huge opportunity. What a chance 
for Tyreek McGee of Colorado Springs, and he just got it wrong, Casey. Well, and it's off another beautiful service from Speedy Williams. The services that Williams is sending into the box are absolutely gorgeous, and McGee completely mistimes that one. But Colorado Springs is, not, like you said, knocking on the door, but they're coming down to the final little details. They're just not getting their touches right. Maybe a chance for Loose City. It's Wilson Harris on his left foot. Goals for goal. Palm down by Kuzminski. Still loose in the box. A touch from Del Piccolo. Winder couldn't catch up to it. Scundridge will. He'll clear it up ahead for Colorado Springs, where it's headed out of bounds by Oscar Jimenez. It'll be a Colorado Springs throw. Colorado Springs has had the best chances in this game and a number of them, but that was one for Louisville City. Wilson Harris on his preferred left foot to the left of the box, hit it on target, and it stung the palms of Joe Kuzminski. Yeah, and that's just a really tough angle there. I'm surprised he tried to hit it across the goal instead of trying to go near post because Kuzminski was cheating to the far post a little bit, leaving the near post open. But the best look so far for Lou City. Tell you what, 17 minutes in, we've got ourselves a really good game here in Colorado Springs tonight. 0-0 remains the score, but both teams with opportunities on target so far. Colorado Springs has had the best of it, but Louisville City on the road hanging strong. And they generated a great chance for themselves there. It's Colorado Springs in possession right now with Skundrich along the back line. Into Ogren, the center of the three center backs, the Swedish player. Back to Skundrich under pressure from Jorge Gonzalez. He turns and plays it to Kuzminski, the goalkeeper, standing on the penalty spot in his own box. Kuzminski touches it forward under pressure from Harris, plays it on the ground forward. There's a foul. Surely no, it's a turnover. Louisville City with maybe a chance to counter. Elijah Winder gets his pass wrong. Just hit it down the middle, and Kuzminski recovers I thought that would have been a foul the challenge came in from Paolo Del Piccolo on a Colorado Springs player who went down but no foul and then a winder just got his pass wrong Casey would have been a great chance yeah it looked like Del Piccolo did foul there but winder completely got it wrong and it's super unfortunate chance for Colorado Springs as we were speaking there a break down the right side from Beckford played it into Henriquez at the penalty spot he was open and just got it wrong hit it with his right foot and put it wide to the left from his perspective of Zimla's goal and I tell you what, though, Casey, we were, I was just saying it a minute ago, this game is absolutely wide open right now. A really phenomenal pace to this game. Both teams really going for it. Well, yeah, and I was thinking both teams also missing the final little details when it comes to putting the ball away. Both teams have had really good chances, but they've had a mistouch, a mispass, and it's just something little that's keeping them back, but a really open game, a really exciting game so far. Deshane Beckford has been a menace down the right side tonight. He is playing in his fifth season in the USL for his third team. He scored 11 times in his career. Here he comes chasing a long ball over the top. Zimla out of his box, just touches it around Beckford, and then clears it away. End-to-end stuff. Really can't take your eyes off this game right now. 19 minutes in, 0-0 remains the score. It's a throw to Colorado Springs off that clearance. The throw will come at the midfield stripe, and we'll have a pause for a moment as two balls are on the field. Skundrich will take the throw, the left of the center backs for Colorado Springs, plays it backward to a teammate, Ogren. Now Skundrich goes back to Kuzminski, who's playing out of his box right now, middle of the field. Plays it to Ogren just to his right in the defensive half still. Harris comes over with a little pressure. Ogren goes long in the air, over the top. Giving chase is Beckford. He's on to it. Actually, that's Romario Williams. He clips it into the box with his right foot, looking for the run there of Jay Chapman. Chapman couldn't catch up to it. It is gobbled up by Zimla. Well, you can definitely tell that Colorado is looking to play more of a direct style. They're looking for those over-the-top balls. They're looking to chip players in over top instead of trying to work it and play slipped through balls. So they're really looking to play very direct. Nearly 20 minutes gone by. Louisville City with the ball. It's Oscar Jimenez at the midfield stripe. 
He gives it up to Kyle Adams, the left of the two center backs for Louisville City. Across to the right center back, Sean Tosh. Touches it into the center circle, plays it wide right to Manny Perez in the attacking half. Perez touches it forward, dribbles in field, gives it up to Tosh, standing with his heels on the midfield stripe. Plays it wide right this time to Ray Serrano. Inside right, Elijah Winder as Louisville comes forward. Winder dribbling toward the corner flag. Gets past a couple of challenges. Whips in across a good one into the six-yard box and is headed high into the air and onto the roof of the net by Skundrich. It's going to be a Louisville City Vi-Fi corner kick from the far side the Louisville City right. That was a really good cross from Elijah Winder. Great ball in, just not enough runners into the box making the run that they needed to. But regardless, it's going to set up a corner kick. But Elijah Winder doing a lot of work there on that right side. I talked about the fluidity of the front players and we can see that there is winders able to make a run out wide and create that opportunity first five five corner of the night for louisville it'll come from the far side the right it'll be an outswinger off the right foot of oscar jimenez here 21 minutes into this game 0-0 is the score five shots combined four of them for colorado springs thus far Jimenez checking with the assistant referee, raises his arm into the air, and here it comes. It's on the ground, played short to Mogel. Mogel's shot is deflected over the bar and behind, and it'll be another Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City, this time, I believe, from the near side, the left. But they work a little set-piece routine there, Casey. Played it short to Mogel, and he had the hit from about 18 yards. And I really liked that. That was a great shot from Mogel, too. He does so well to stay over and drive through. If that deflection doesn't happen, that might end up in the back of the net. He struck that beautifully. So in a second successive Vi-Fi corner for Louisville, at the left, Mogel will take this one, an in-swinger off of his right foot as he stands over the ball, a number of players in white to aim at in the box. Here it comes from Mogel, driven into the six-yard box, headed in! Louisville City takes the lead, 22nd minute, and it's Jorge Gonzalez to score on the corner kick. The boys in purple on the road coming off of that dramatic game last week against Oakland and the momentum seemingly carrying on one week ahead. It's Jorge Gonzalez scoring to give Louisville City a one to nothing lead over Colorado Springs in Colorado. And an absolutely incredible finish. First, the service from Mokel. It's more of a low-driven ball that he plays, but the run that Jorge Gonzalez makes, he absolutely loses his man, and it's a beautiful header. I mean, he plays that one perfectly. That's one that they also, yes, the first one was definitely set up for a, like a nice structured set piece. That one was too, but that was absolutely stunning. A great goal there from Jorge Gonzalez, and very well-deserved for him with how well he's been playing so far. Gonzalez, his second goal of the season, his first since May 24th. That was the opening goal in a 2-1 loss at home to Tulsa. He's got the opening goal tonight in Louisville City, hoping that they can make this one a winning goal right now. 23rd minute it stands. one to nothing in favor of Louisville City. That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Here's a drive from distance from McGee, and it's not far away. It is wide, though. Colorado Springs quickly looking to answer. Tyreek McGee driving right down the middle of the Louisville City defense, took aim with his left foot, had great pace on it, the shot, but just not on target. But this game, oh, my goodness, it's been entertaining. I was going to say, from the looks of this one, that might not be the only goal that we have this evening. It is still extremely open in Colorado, continuing to go forward and get decent looks on target. And here is McGee, the player that just took that shot after the goal kick was put back in play. He draws a foul in the attacking half. It's on the inside right, about 40 yards from goal. And it'll give Colorado Springs a free kick here, and they're going to set up a set piece. Louisville City just scored on one. Now Colorado Springs trying to return the favor. It's Jairo Enriquez, the El Salvador international, standing over it. 
with a number of players to aim at at the top of the box. Going to make runs forward. They're going to whip this into the box here. Enriquez with his right foot. It'll bend a little bit away from Oliver Zimla. But for Colorado Springs, they would hope it'll bend into the path of one of their players. Here's Enriquez approaching it, drives it into the back post. A good ball, but it's just over the head of Skundrich, who was the intended target at the back post. Couldn't get a touch on it, and it bounces behind over his head for a Louisville City goal kick. Not a bad delivery from Enriquez, but maybe a little bit too much pace on it for Skundrich to get under. Well, I think a little bit too, like too much air underneath it too. It's the right type of service, the right area where the ball needed to be played, but he just lifted it a little bit too much so his teammates weren't able to get on the end of it. But again, Louis City has to make sure that they limit the number of set pieces that they give Colorado because Colorado is extremely dangerous on them. Zimla hits the goal kick long into the attacking half towards Elijah Winder. He couldn't win the header, and here comes Colorado Springs once again. Juan, Juan Tejada driving forward just outside of the Louisville City box now on the left side of it. Cuts on his right foot. He's going to try the curler. It's blocked by the first defender, Paolo Del Piccolo, picked up by Williams. Actually, that's Lacroix for Colorado Springs. Tejada now. Chapman top of the box. Chapman ball into McGee. McGee dribbling against Mogel and then Adams comes over as a second defender and takes the ball away, clears it forward for Louisville City, but they're not out of danger yet. Colorado Springs brings it down with Skundrich. Tried to pass to Williams, intercepted by Louisville, and here come the boys in purple trying to counter. In the center circle, it's Harris coming forward. He'll slow things down, though, Wilson Harris. Play it wide right to Manny Perez, and Louisville City will slow this down here with some possession. But really back and forth, really terrific game so far. Del Piccolo back to Harris, who remains deep in the formation in the center circle. He drops it off to Kyle Adams in the attacking half, the left-footed left center back, rolling the ball in towards the center circle, plays it wide left to Elijah Winder. Challenge comes in from Skundrich, knocks it off of Winder's toes. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the left. It is... A one to nothing score in favor of Louisville City in the 26th minute. Throw goes into Harris. Harris puts in a cross into the six-yard box. Cleared away by Ogren. Brought down by Beckford on the near sideline for Colorado Springs. He drops it off backward to Chapman. Chapman a ball forward to McGee. What a spin that was to get around Elijah Winder. McGee wide right it goes to a teammate. Now Enriquez with it dribbling through uh, three white jerseys for Louisville City. A challenge comes in from Gonzalez. The ball out for a Colorado Springs throw. And now things have slowed down a bit as Colorado Springs will build out of the back here. Wilson Harris has looked really good and coming back there to get the ball at his feet and the ability to maintain possession there. He did get a little mad at Ray Serrano because Serrano's running away from him and not dropping back to provide a little bit more support. But this is the best on the ball that Wilson Harris has looked in in quite a bit, I think. I think he did very well keeping possession and not trying to force it going forward. We're in the 27th minute. Louisville in front one to nothing. A big switch from Colorado Springs and a good one. Lacroix brings it down well into the attacking half. Puts the ball into the box. Looking for Romario Williams. It goes all the way through to Zimla. He has to knock it away, and then it's headed back into his hands by Sean Tosh. Very calm stuff there from Tosh. Romario Williams, the intended target on that ball. I don't think he got a touch on it, Casey, but it was still difficult for Oliver Zimla to judge, and he was able to get a piece of it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he actually misses it. It's a really nice driven ball right behind the back line, trying to find Williams there. And I think Williams just barely misses it. And I think Zimla was anticipating the contact from Williams, but was able still to get down and get his arm to kind of deflect that one away. But a really solid look there for Colorado. Here comes Louisville trying to break forward. On the inside right, it was Serrano. Played it wide right to Manny Perez. Perez near the corner flag in the attacking end. Serrano right-footed cross, a looping one, and it's caught by Kuzminski on the goal line to end that attack for Louisville.
streaming stuff, but I want to go back really quickly, Casey. There was a challenge in from Carlos Mogel Jr., a really hefty one. He won the ball, and it wasn't a foul, but he's already on a yellow card. We're showing a yellow card three minutes into the game, so Mogel has to be careful here, I would say. I couldn't agree more, and there's been a few times where he's gone in on a challenge. I'm like, that was a bit rough. I think he needs to play a little bit smarter. I wouldn't be surprised if Danny Cruz, after seeing the way this half is going, if we see him subbed out at halftime. It is Mogel who had the assist on the goal, his first career assist for Louisville City, for the Academy product out of Shelby County High School, who has been terrific in a couple of years as a professional. Here's Louisville City with the ball on the attacking end, but a foul called against Wilson Harris, and it's going to give a free kick here to Colorado Springs and end the threat. It was off of a throw. Harris had it just to the right of the box, played it into Serrano at the top of the area, and he was bending a run around where he might have gotten a shot off, but the foul called against Harris and a free kick to Colorado Springs here. I like the energy level that Lucity is playing with. We talked about how they needed to use last game as kind of a jumping off point and kind of can't lose that momentum. And it seems that they've come out this game with that same energy, with the same aggression, and trying to continue to keep that momentum going forward. 29 minutes on the clock nearly, 28.56 and counting upward. Louisville in front one to nothing. We've had nine shots combined, five for Colorado Springs. They've forced three saves out of Oliver Zimla already. Zimla again coming off of a save of the week for his terrific fingertip save last week against Oakland. And he's been called into action a bunch, but has been terrific so far tonight. Ball over the top for Colorado Springs. Beckford giving chase in a foot race with Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez, a shoulder-to-shoulder challenge. Nobody touched it, and it bounces behind. Last touch by Colorado Springs. It's a Louisville City goal kick. Tell you what, though, DeShane Beckford continues to be a really difficult player to defend for Louisville City, but Oscar Jimenez has done really well. He's done really well, but I think he got a little lucky there. I think the bounce on the turf held the ball up a little bit, and so it spun a little weird because Beckford was able to make it around Jimenez, but the bounce kind of threw him off there. Beckford, though, I'm liking the battle between those two watching that. Uh, I, I do think Beckford, though, is going to be continuing to be a thorn in Oscar Jimenez's side. It's out for a Louisville City goal kick. At Widener Field tonight in Colorado Springs, an 8,000-seat soccer-specific stadium and a really good crowd on hand. I'd say about 85% full. As the goal kick falls to the feet of Wilson Harris, wide left, just outside of the Colorado Springs box. He holds it up well against Gundrich, drops it off backwards on the left side to Oscar Jimenez. He turns and plays it with his right foot in the middle of the field, 40 yards from goal. Manny Perez, plenty of space to drive into. Perez outside of the box wide, right it goes to Serrano, right foot across. Here it comes, in towards the six-yard box, knocked away by Ogren. It'll fall to McGee in the midfield, knocked off of his toes. It'll fall to Jimenez, who had a hit from 40 yards, and it was not that far away because Minsky might have had it covered but it's behind for a Colorado Springs goal kick. And why not if you're Oscar Jimenez feeling confident after that volley you scored to win the game last week? He hit it first time there with his right foot this time from some distance away. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he missed by much there. Again, going with the volley, he's just been on fire. It's a great look, and why not if you're feeling confident? Ball long from the back line of Colorado Springs out for a Louisville throw on the far sideline there right Near midfield, Colorado Springs right now with 58% of the possession, but Louisville with the lead. one to nothing to score. A goal off of a corner kick delivered by Carlos Mogel to Jorge Gonzalez, giving the boys in purple this first half advantage. The throw comes in from Perez to Wilson Harris. It's knocked off of him. Out for another Louisville throw. A bit further forward into the attacking half this time on the far sideline, the right. Perez takes it in to Ray Serrano. Touch back to Manny. Manny with it now, drifting backwards. Plays it backward to Sean Tosh in the defensive half. Tosh, a ball on, on a bouncing ball down the far sideline to Serrano. Serrano, a big switch from right to left, brought down in the box by a Gonzalez. Gonzalez on his left foot, has a hit, 
and it's off target well over the bar. But Jorge Gonzalez did really well there, chested the ball down on that big switch, sort of popped it into the air, and hit it off the bounce, the half volley for that effort on target. Louisville wins the ball back. Here's Gonzalez from distance once again. He's fouled from behind. No, no foul called, and the shot well wide. Speedy Williams came in with that challenge from behind. Louisville certainly wanted a foul. Would have given them a really terrific free kick opportunity, but no foul called. It's just a goal kick. I think that's a bit missed opportunity there. I think it was a foul. Williams came in and challenged him from behind, and uh, and Gonzalez was in the act of shooting, and that is typically called every time, so I think he's got an argument there for the foul. Colorado Springs with the ball with Chapman in the center circle. Now it is Lacroix coming forward, just to the left of it. He's 20 yards past midfield now. Plays into the middle to Chapman, 35 yards from goal. Enriquez now bouncing off of a challenge. Plays wide right in the air, brought down by Beckford, defended by Jimenez, into the box now to a teammate. That is McGee, wide right, defended by Carlos Mogel Jr. Standing on the ball is McGee, facing up with Mogel. Drops it off backward into the midfield to Enriquez. Wide right it goes to Skundrich, who's playing 30 yards into the attacking half. McGee. Williams back to McGee. He tried to play it through to Romario Williams. It was Speedy that gave him the ball, and it's intercepted by Sean Tosh. And Tosh brings the ball all the way into the attacking half at a jogging pace right now. Louisville coming forward, looking to add a second. It's to Gonzalez on the inside left. Plays it through to Elijah Winder in the box on the left side. Has to touch it wide. Defended closely by Speedy Williams. Backward it goes to Oscar Jimenez. Around a challenge from Enriquez. Plays it back to Winder. Winder trying to play it into the box towards maybe Oscar Jimenez, but Juan Tejada, the only player there, he recovers it for Colorado Springs, clears it upfield where it's intercepted by Mogel, and Louisville continues the attack. Carlos Mogel on the near sideline into the middle of the field, just past the center circle in the attacking half is Tosh. Wide right it goes, Manny Perez with space to come forward. He plays it forward on the ground, wide right to Ray Serrano, gets toward the inline. Clips it backward to Manny Perez. Here's Perez's cross. High into the air to the back post. Gonzalez there. Plays it towards the penalty spot. It's still loose. It'll come to Mogel. Mogel hits it on target. And it's a, a save from Kuzminski. Just popped it up into the air. Kuzminski and able to catch it in the end. But terrific attacking stuff from Louisville City from both teams in this game. And Carlos Mogel Jr., another hit from distance. And that one on target once again. I mean, those shots from Miguel are so different, difficult to do, and he's driving through. Again, that's a really great shot to be able to stay over it and to get it on target. A great shot there, but Louisville City is doing so well of keeping it locked into this half and really applying the pressure to Colorado. 34-25 and counting upward here in the first half. Louisville in front one to nothing, looking to add a second after they still they win the ball back, rather. Serrano and Harris trying to combine. Ogren able to... Do the job defensively, plays it back to Kuzminski. He clears it upfield. Jimenez up for a header, battling with Tejada, and there's a foul against Juan Tejada of Colorado Springs. It'll give Louisville City a fifth, third free kick in the attacking half on the inside left, about 10 yards past the midfield stripe. And it's a difficult a difficult distance because you're not going to be able to send a ball into the box, but a great opportunity to kind of slow this game down, get some players going forward, and get a little bit more possession working the ball side to side. It's Tosh with it to the right of the center circle. Dribbles around Romario Williams, Tosh well into the attacking half, switches fields from right to left, and it's over hit. The pass in the air looking for Oscar Jimenez on the near sideline. Jimenez leapt into the air to try and keep it in play, but he couldn't. It's out for a Colorado Springs throw. They take it quickly. Tejada to Skundrich, Speedy Williams. Now Tejada once again who switched sides. He's on the near side now playing on the left. Back to Skundrich. He hits it in the air down the near sideline. Mogel there to head it out of play. It'll be a throw to Colorado Springs in their defensive half on the near sideline, the right just in front of their technical area. 
in Colorado Springs, finding it really difficult to be able to break down this pressure from Louisville City. That's something Louisville City has done so well all season is that high pressure, really locking teams in and forcing them to have to play those over-the-top balls. But Colorado, I think, in the last 10 minutes, really has not been able to get much going offensively. Drew Skundrich plays the throw in. Louisville wins it back. They hit it long towards Wilson-Harris. Ogren recovers to head it away from Harris, and Skundrich retrieves the loose ball. Now Lacroix, wide, li- wide left it goes. Ball forward to Chapman in the attacking half. Tried to backheel it in toward a teammate behind him. It's intercepted by Louisville City. And here comes Louisville forward with nine minutes to go in the first half. Louisville in front one to nothing. Manny Perez on the right side. Dribbling into the box slowly right now. Defended closely by a Colorado Springs player. He has to play it backward to Tosh, just to the right of the center circle. Now Adams to the left of it. On the ground forward to Jimenez on the inside left, veering into the middle of the field. Plays a long diagonal toward the corner flag on the far side. The right Serrano can't catch up to it. It was about 10 yards in front of him, and it bounces behind a Colorado Springs goal kick. And I feel like they need to get Serrano and they need to get Perez a little bit more involved offensively. A lot of the dangerous attacks for Lucity have been coming down this left side. They haven't really been able to break down that right side very much. Undrich's long ball blocked down by Louisville City. It'll fall to Ogren. He sits, hits it long towards uh, that's Romario Williams in the attacking half for Colorado Springs. And it's off of a Louisville City defender for a Colorado Springs throw. On the near side, the right, about 10 yards past the midfield stripe. Tejada takes the throw, goes backward into the defensive half to Drew Scundrich. Spent the last two years with D.C. United of Major League Soccer Scundrich. And he plays it to Ogren, the Swede, along the back line. Now Lacroix, Speedy Williams dropping back forward. They're in the defensive half still here, Colorado Springs. Lacroix with it now, the Haitian, back to Ogren. Across the penalty area to Kuzminski in the box. The goalkeeper plays it on the ground to Skundrich now just to the right of it. Louisville doing a good job of pinning Colorado Springs back in their defensive half here. Here's Lacroix with it just outside of the Colorado Springs box. Has time to dribble forward space as well. Gives it up to Speedy Williams. He turns, hits a ball in the air from the middle of the field to the right side towards Tejada well into the attacking half. He couldn't bring it down, and it bounces out for a Louisville throw. So the pressure there, Casey, forcing Colorado Springs to go long and Louisville getting the ball back that way. Well, it's kind of the style that we saw when Louisville City switched to that three back, the sitting back and allowing the other teams to be able to possess across the back and not really trying to exert too much energy going forward to press them. And that's exactly what we saw there. They forced Colorado to have to play across the back and then they forced them to have to look to go long and ultimately they turned it over. And so Louisville City, again, just sitting in that defensive shape being so difficult to break down. It's Colorado Springs with it now. Seven minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half. And Jorge Gonzalez's goal gives Louisville City a one to nothing lead, scored off of a corner kick about 15, 20 minutes ago. It's Colorado Springs with it. Chapman and Chapman and Mogel getting into it. Mogel had a tug of the jersey, it looked like, and Chapman got the pass off and turned around and gave a shove to Mogel. And those two jawing. They've had a good battle in the midfield. It was Mogel who got shown a yellow card three minutes in for tugging at Chapman's jersey. And now Jay Chapman with words for Carlos Mogel Jr., and the referee has to come in and split things up. And Mogel, again, has got to be careful here because he, even if he's didn't instigate it, whatever. He has to be careful. He's on a yellow card, and this is where Paulo Del Piccolo needs to step in, grab him, pull him aside, and tell him, hey, man, you've really got to watch it because you are on his radar, and the last thing Lou City needs to do is go down a man this early on in the match. And Gerald Flores, the referee, coming over, having a word of warning to both Chapman and Mogill, those two with a hug. 
as if to say everything's all right. The ball back in play. Skundrich outside of the Louisville City box. Brought it down poorly, and it's cleared off of his feet by Oscar Jimenez. His clearance down the middle brought down by Enriquez of Colorado Springs. And the switchback still with the ball. They have it wide left here. Dribbling in is Beckford. He switched sides with Tejada. Beckford gets past Manny Perez, but then Manny slides in perfectly and wins the ball back. Beckford beat him on the dribble, but Manny Perez sliding with those long legs from behind to win the ball, and then Manny Perez draws a foul as Deshane Beckford commits the foul. So Louisville City with a fifth-third free kick in their defensive final third. There's Manny Perez doing what he does best. (laughs) I was going to say, I was waiting until we were going to get one of these signature Manny Perez slide tackles, and that's exactly what we got there, an absolute perfect slide tackle there for Manny Perez. We haven't said his name very much because he hasn't been super active, super involved down that right side. A lot of it has been down the left side. So that slide tackle there, timing it beautifully. So it's going to give Louisville City a fifth third free kick just outside of their box toward the right side. And they they hit it long, and Colorado Springs wins it back. Here they come down the middle, Colorado Springs, looking to tie the game. Juan Tejada in the box, clips it back in the middle to Williams. Williams does really well and scores with his left. And we are tied, one apiece in the 41st minute. Juan Tejada did a terrific job to cut it back into the middle toward the penalty spot. Romario Williams, we mentioned he scored over 50 goals in his career, and he took that expertly, just touched it over to his left foot around the challenge of a Louisville City defender and put it past Oliver Zimla into the back of the net. And the game even, just minutes before the halftime break. Colorado Springs striking back at home. It is Louisville City 1, Colorado Springs 1. Just some frantic defending there from Louisville City. Not really sure what was going on there. Tejada was absolutely wide open there. He's really patient on the ball, and he's able to pick out Williams there at the middle of the box and some really good footwork there from Romario Williams to kind of pull it back and then slot it near post. Nothing Zimla could do on that one, but really, really poor defense. 42nd minutes back underway after the kickoff for Louisville City. It's Mogel in the center circle to the right of it toe. She touches it into the attacking half. This has been a terrific game. I mean, one of the best ones we've had this year. Wide right, Manny Perez puts in a good cross into the six-yard box. Skundrich heads it high up into the air. Still losing the Colorado Springs box. Winder a header towards Gonzalez will come to Oscar Jimenez, and he mishit it. Tried to hit it from distance, just scuffed his effort. Still loose, though, as Skundrich has it to the right of the box from Colorado Springs' perspective. He dribbles around Gonzalez, plays it forward to Enriquez. Now it, here comes Speedy Williams. Williams a ball down the near sideline. Romario Williams. Fluid stuff out of the back from Colorado Springs. Here's Romario Williams dribbling in. Just outside the Louisville box, it goes to Tyreek McGee. He's going to try and curl it with his left, and it's just off target. Didn't have the curl that he wanted from Tyreek McGee, and it's out for a Louisville City goal kick. I mean, this game, you just can't take your eyes off of it. Somehow in all of that, by the way, there's been a booking for Louisville City's Paolo Del Piccolo, a world of beer yellow card to Del Piccolo in the 43rd minute in a 1-1 game. I feel like Del Piccolo had to have said something because I didn't really see a foul or anything during the run of play that would have led to a yellow card. But this game is so open, and I do think that Louisville City has to be a little bit tighter defensively because you cannot leave Tyreek McGee there at the top of the box completely wide open to have a chance to take a touch, get his head up, and have have a look on target they're fortunate that he completely messed the shot up but regardless you cannot give him the time and space two minutes to go plus stoppage time it's out for a louisville city throw in the first half that is 
It's out for Louisville City. Throw at midfield. Jimenez takes it forward. It goes to Gonzalez. Heads it high up into the air looking for Elijah Winder, but he tripped and fell. Headed away by Colorado Springs. Headed back forward by Louisville City. Colorado Springs gets it to Tejada on the near sideline, defended by Jimenez. Tejada hits it long down the right channel. McGee giving chase, but he's beaten to it by Kyle Adams. Really good defending there from Kyle Adams just to see the ball away from Tyreek McGee, who is on his right hip. Louisville ball forward from Jimenez looking for Gonzalez once again. Cut out by Skundrich. Skundrich turns and comes forward. Feels like anybody could score at any time in this game. Skundrich a long ball across the field. Beckford gives chase. He'll bring it down on the far side of the left for Colorado Springs. In the Louisville defensive half. Beckford dribbling in against Manny Perez. Gives it up to Chapman on the inside left. Now further backward to Speedy Williams middle of the field. Turns to the right. Plays it there to McGee. McGee a loose touch. Brings it to the near sideline but he's able to retrieve it. Touches it forward. Rolls it forward to Williams just outside of the box. Plays it to Speedy Williams. Romario to Speedy. Now to the right side of the box where it's brought down by Enriquez. Wide right to Tejada. Opportunity to cross. Here it comes. A decent one just over the head of his intended target. And it'll drift all the way to the far left side. Beckford brings it down. Plays the ball into Romario Williams. Williams touches it in the box. Spins. Defended closely by Paolo Del Piccolo. Here's Lacroix playing well forward. The defender on his left foot. Wide left it goes to Beckford. Defended by Perez outside of the box. Beckford a ball on the ground. Blocked by a Louisville City defender. And then Paolo Del Piccolo had a touch trying to clear it. It's one back by Colorado Springs. Chapman a ball through. Beckford in the box. Beckford on goal. Knocked off of his feet by Manny Perez. Actually, that's Carlos Mogal Jr. out for a Colorado Springs corner kick. Beckford, I mean, I don't know how he kept that ball on his feet. Dribbling through about four different Louisville City defenders. He has just been so dynamic for Colorado going forward, and Colorado looking really strong right now just before halftime. But last-ditch defending there from Carlos Mogel just to see it away as Beckford tried to cut it onto his right foot to get around Kyle Adams. So a Colorado Springs corner. We moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of two minutes to this first half. Here comes the corner, whipped into the near post, headed out by the first defender for Louisville City. It'll bounce toward the far sideline. McGee brings it down for Colorado Springs, and they can continue this attack here. Speedy Williams with it now. Middle of the field, about 50 yards from goal. Plays it to the right side to Chapman. Same distance away. Chapman, a ball into the box, into the air, headed behind by Manny Perez of Louisville City. It'll be another Colorado Springs corner kick from the far side there left. And a lot of last-ditch effort defending there for Louisville City. Louisville City kind of on their heels right now, a little bit frantic as Colorado's coming forward with a lot of energy. you got to imagine that Colorado looking to see if they can get that go-ahead goal before halftime, and there's only about a minute left. Here it comes from Enriquez to the near post, headed down by Perez. Out of the box, drifting toward the near side. The right, Speedy Williams running over to bring it back in play. Williams with it now on the near sideline. Rolls it into McGee, uh, Chapman, I should say. Chapman backward into the center circle to back who was the last man back. He turns, dribbles right down the middle of the field, plays it on the ground, intercepted there by Oscar Jimenez, but Louisville can't control it. Skundrich takes it away, playing well forward as a defender. Wide left it goes, back to Enriquez. He puts in a right-footed cross, driven in, headed out by Kyle Adams. His header goes toward midfield where Beckford brings brings it down, and Colorado Springs can continue here. About 30 seconds to go in the minimum two minutes of stoppage time. It's on the near side, the right with Speedy Williams, still in the first half in a 1-1 game. Chapman with it now, drifting backward as Louisville has retained their shape defensively and Chapman has to go all the way back to Kuzminski the goalkeeper standing about 10 yards out of his box he'll drive it long down the middle looking for the run of Tejada goalkeeper to goalkeeper is Zimla out of his box to clear it away ahead of the run of Tejada Chapman a header at midfield forward it goes toward McGee battling with Elijah Winder 
Winder couldn't control a cleanly ball over the top for Mario Williams. He's going to get to it. Zimla out of his box. He gets the header. Williams brings it down outside of the box now as Zimla retreats back to goal. Loose ball knocked off the toes of Beckford. Still losing the box. Beckford, a shot blocked. It's going to fall to Tejada. His shot driven right into the chest of Oliver Zimla, who catches it on the fly for a terrific save. And that might be the final act of this scintillating first half. I mean, just can't believe your eyes the number of chances we've had. And that is... The final act of the first half. The referee blows his whistle. I mean, this is a sensational game for both teams. Both teams playing so well offensively. It's just been one of those games where you're just sitting on the edge of your seat and you don't know what's going to happen, and you're just really – I mean, I'm almost at a loss of words because it's been such back and forth, but a really great game for both of these teams. I don't know how the second half is going to be able to even compare to this. So let's take a time out and catch our breath as we need to. The – Halftime show coming your way next. It is Louisville City 1, Colorado Springs 1, out in Colorado. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, you think we need any more seltzers? We could probably use some more. Hey, Eddie, get some more seltzers, too. Before you head out for that summer fling, stop by Cox's Spirit Shop to pick up all your party supplies. We've got all your favorite cooler beverages from cold craft beers, hard seltzers, and lots of pre-mixed party cocktails. When you can only make one stop, you know where to go. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This halftime report presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. And remember, fans, when Louisville City wins this season, you also win because Lou City has partnered with Wendy's this year. 
to give you a free small frosty when the boys in purple are victorious. No purchase necessary. The offer valid the day after a Louisville City win. You can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem. I'm Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield alongside. And Casey, that was a sensational first half. 1-1 is our score. Jorge Gonzalez scoring for Louisville City. Romario Williams scoring for Colorado Springs. We had 19 shots combined in that first half, including nine on target. I mean, just some of the best offensive attacking soccer that we've seen in a game this season for Louisville City. And the boys in purple looking good. I mean, they've defended well. The last-ditch defending has been terrific on those chances that Colorado Springs has had. They've looked lively in the attack. It's it's really anybody's game right now. Well, and not only have there been so many shots, but there have been so many shots on target as well. Nine of those 19 shots have been on target, and typically – you know, you don't have that many. It's just like, oh, it was a shot, but there was not close whatsoever. And the shots that weren't close, like I'm thinking Oscar Jimenez's mm-hmm. shot that just barely missed. There's been several of those that just barely missed. McGee had one for Colorado Springs right. that wasn't far away. That weren't far off. It wasn't just like these errant shots or just those half chances. These were all solid opportunities. Yep. Such an exciting game going forward. So back and forth. The energy out there is just so contagious. I, I don't know how they're going to be able to keep that up, though, for another 45. So I'm really interested to see what's going to happen in the second half, how the energy is going to shift, if it's going to even shift, or if we're going to keep this fun, high-paced game going. Yeah, it feels like one of the coaches will adjust at halftime and kind of right. try to slow the game down, shut it down a little bit, because it's so open in that first half. We said 19 shots, 10 of them for Colorado Springs, 9 for Louisville City, 5 shots on target of their 10 for Colorado Springs, 4 shots of the 9 on target for Louisville City. So both teams also just being efficient in terms of putting their chances on target. Possession-wise, Colorado has had the most of it, 61% possession for the switchbacks as compared to Louisville City's 39%. We've had six corners, four of them going Colorado Springs way, and in terms of fouls, there were 11 called, six against Colorado Springs, five against Louisville City, but there are a couple of bookings to point out for Louisville City fans who are listening. Carlos Mogel Jr. was shown a yellow card, in the fourth minute of the game and had to be careful. He got into a fracas, a little scuffle with Jay Chapman later on in the first half. Was probably fortunate to not be shown a yellow card. Paolo Del Piccolo also shown a yellow card for Louisville City. Both of those brought to you by World of Beer. No bookings in the first half for Colorado Springs. Jorge Gonzalez scored Louisville City's goal in the 22nd minute on a corner delivered in by Carlos Mogal Jr., his first career assist for the Louisville City Academy product. And then we mentioned Romario Williams scoring in the 41st minute for Colorado Springs on an assist from Juan Tejada. A very entertaining first half. What do you think Danny Cruz is going to do in that halftime locker room break? Will he try to slow things down, slow the pace down, or does he continue to want to see his team attacking in this style, really going forward with confidence, with a really good flow? I think it's a balance between the two. I think defensively you have to slow the game down because Colorado's coming at you so fast that you haven't been able to get set in your defensive shape. So I think the time we saw Louisville City the most successful is when they were kind of sitting back or they were pressing higher up the field. But they have to see if they can slow the game down and slow Colorado down. But then on the flip side, the minute that they're able to turn the ball over, they have to try to counter and attack quickly. So they have to then change the speed of play to counter quickly and see if they can catch Colorado kind of in a numbers-down situation, especially because of the 
formation Colorado's playing. Those two outside, wing back, midfield, forward, whatever you want to call them in this formation. There's been a lot of fluidity, too. Guys have right. switched sides. We've seen Beckford and Tata switch sides. The defenders have gotten forward at different times. It's been a very fluid Colorado Springs team. Exactly. And so when you're able to turn them over, you're going to catch them in off positions, and that's where you're going to be able to find that space in behind. So I don't think he necessarily wants to slow the game down completely because I think that will hurt their offense. But I do think defensively they need to see if they can slow the game down, see if they can slow down Colorado going forward. If we get a second half like we had in the first half, it's going to be one of the best games of the season just from a pure entertainment perspective. We'll see what happens in the final 45. When we come back on this Breeze Airways halftime show, racing Louisville with one of the biggest wins of their season tonight. We will tell you about it next here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wing. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report, where our score is Louisville City 1, Colorado Springs 1. This game happening out in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Louisville City on the road for 5 of 6 this month. Back home at Lynn Family Stadium, racing Louisville with a tremendous victory. Coming from behind to defeat the defending NWSL champions, the Portland Thorns, by a final score of 2-1. to one. They gave up a goal in the opening six minutes of the game, scored twice after halftime to tie the game and then take the lead. Abby Ursig in the 60th minute, and then Timby Kotlana just four minutes later to give Racing the lead, and they were able to see that out over the final 26 minutes of the game for a huge victory. And it's even bigger, Casey Whitfield, because right now in the live standings, Racing Louisville is in a playoff position. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I'm so excited right now. Like, it's not even funny. Because that was one of the best games that I think Racing has played 
overall and the number of players that they were missing, Savannah DeMello, mm. Jalen Howe, Carson Pickett, Jordan Baggett. I mean, the Nadia Nadim, all of those players not even available for selection. And so to be able to come out at home and absolutely grind against not only the defending champs, but the team that's sitting number one right yeah. now in the NWSL to be able to grind out a win against this team. And mind you, they were missing Sophia Smith, but they still had Christine Sinclair. They still had Crystal Dunn. They still had Morgan Weaver. They still had Klingenberg. They still had Sauerbrunn. I mean, the list could go on and on for the number of players that they had available for them. It was just such a great team performance, such wonderful hard work. And, I mean, they almost won by multiple goals. They had two in the first half that hit off the post in the crossbar. So just a great performance. And the fact that I'm looking at the standings and racing is sitting in a playoff position is absolutely amazing. Now, O.L. Reign has the same number of points, but they are they don't they haven't played yet. So if they right, weekend, tie, yeah. they could potentially jump. And also looking at some of the numbers, if Orlando Pride were to win tomorrow, they would also jump over. So some things could still yeah. move around. But at this very moment, right this very second, Racing Louisville's in playoff position. Racing Louisville did what they had to do tonight, right? Exactly. I mean, you worry about other results because they do make a difference, but they, they did what they, they – the only thing they can control, which is to defeat the team that was in front of them. And it's not, like you mentioned, the defending champs and currently the leaders in the league, the Portland Thorns, a terrific win for racing. They turned their attention to the Challenge Cup. They have a trip to Seattle on Wednesday to take on O.L. Reign in the Challenge Cup semifinal. That is a 10 o'clock kickoff Louisville time. You can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. If they win that, they would then play the Challenge Cup final next weekend. Details on that to be determined, depending on who wins the other semifinal, uh, where that game and when it would be played. Their return to regular season play after the Challenge Cup comes at home on Friday, September 15th. That's a 7.30 kickoff against the Houston Dash. Get your tickets. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets. 502 Lou City. This team may be coming off of the biggest win of their season, one of the biggest wins they've ever had, considering all the context, considering who it was against, considering it puts them in a playoff position in September, which is something that we couldn't have said the last couple of years. So a huge night for racing Louisville. When we come back, the second half of our game, it is Colorado Springs 1, Louisville City 1, an entertaining game, as entertaining as we've seen this year. Let's see what the final 45 has in store. This has been the Breeze Airways Halftime Report on ESPN 680 and 105.7. You may have been born to be wild, but you weren't born to be dead from a needless motorcycle crash. So when you're even just a little impaired... You do not get your motor running. You do not head out on the highway. What you do is get a ride from a sober friend, a taxi or rideshare service, or public transportation. Because you may be looking for adventure, but you're not looking for trouble. Please ride sober. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Second half just underway. Louisville City with the opening kick of the second half in a 1-1 game against the Colorado Springs switchbacks east versus west. One of two western swings, western trips that Louisville will have this month. 15 seconds gone by in the second half. An exchange of possessions here between the two teams. And then a foul here goes against Louisville's Carlos Mogel Jr., who again is on a yellow card shown to him three minutes into the game. So a free kick here to Colorado Springs in their defensive half, 30 seconds into the second half. Speedy Williams takes it back to the back line, including Ogren, Oscar Ogren, the Swedish player. He sends it wide right to Juan Tejada at the midfield stripe. He clips it forward, back and forth possession. Colorado Springs brings it down with McGee in the midfield. To the right of the center circle, it's Speedy Williams. Back to McGee. Now further backward it goes to the back line. Ogren with it now in the defensive half, just shy of the center circle. Chased by Elijah Winder. It goes to Skundrich on the far side. Skundrich forward. It goes to Enriquez. He has to dribble backwards. And Colorado comfortable in possession right now. One minute into the second half. They go all the way back to Kuzminski, the goalkeeper, standing in the D of his box. Still with Colorado Springs. Speedy Williams back between the center backs right now. Plays it wide right to Skundrich. Ball on the ground from Skundrich to McGee in the attacking half. Here comes Tyreek McGee driving towards the Louisville box on the inside right into Chapman. He dummies the ball to Beckford. Beckford a drive with his right foot, and he blasts it over the bar. About 20 rows into the seats, and Louisville City will have a goal kick. Jay Chapman with a good idea there to dummy it on to DeShane Beckford coming down the left side, and Beckford just blasted his shot well over the bar and, frankly, passed the entire section of stands behind Oliver Zimla's goal. Well, I think one thing that Tariq McGee is doing really, really well is he's finding the ball in between the back line and the midfield. He's popping into that pocket of space, and that's how they've been able to break down the defense of Lucidity. They're finding that space and able to release him, and then he's turning and attacking with the dribble, and the players are running off of him, and so they've been extremely successful that way. So they have to continue to see if they can find that pocket of space, and if you're Lucidity, you have to kind of close that gap to not allow such a big space. It's Louisville City with the ball now. The goalkeeper, Zimla, has it in his arms, rolls it on the ground to Kyle Adams, the left of the two center backs. Again, Wes Sharpie, an excused abs tonight to see to some personal, uh, see to some family uh, situation. So he is unavailable tonight. So Kyle Adams back to the starting lineup as a member of a back two this evening. He has the ball once again, hits it long down the inside left channel over the top for Wilson Harris. He's giving chase outside of the Colorado Springs box, battling there with Ogren. The ball goes behind. Harris claiming it should be a corner. 
Ogren now up in arms. What's the call? I think they've given a corner kick to Louisville City from the far side the left. The referee has. Yeah, both players a little bit confused, but I think that's the right call. I think it is a corner. I, I think it came off of Ogren there, even though he's trying to argue the case there. But once the kick call finally was made, there wasn't a whole lot more argument going, so clearly he knew that it was a corner kick. But a great opportunity for Louisville City to whip one in and see if they can get another look on target. Oscar Ogren, the loney from the San Jose Earthquakes of Major League Soccer, where he spent the last two seasons. It's Carlos Mogel standing over the Wi-Fi corner, an in-swinger off of his right foot from the far side of the left. Here it comes. Hit into the air, into the six-yard box, headed in. It's a second corner kick goal for Louisville City, and they take the lead through Elijah Winder. How about that? Academy product to Academy product to give Louisville the lead on the road. Three minutes, 40 seconds into the second half. It's Louisville City 2, Colorado Springs 1. I'm going to test your stats here, but I think that might be some of the most set-piece goals that we've had this season. It's another gorgeous ball into the box, and Winder's completely unmarked inside the six-yard box. No one is around him. No one is challenging him, and he just nods that one into the back of the net. Beautiful cross, beautiful header, and what a moment for Lucidy and the academy right there. Yeah, how about that? Two academy products connecting on a Wi-Fi corner kick. That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery, fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery for Winder, his third goal of the season, and for Mo Gell, his second assist of his career. Both have happened tonight. Now, I mean, goodness, just what a night for him and what a night it's been for Louisville City in the attack. They have the lead against Colorado Springs, and what a blow that is to Colorado Springs coming out of the halftime locker room break at home before a really good crowd at Widener Field against one of the elite teams in the league. Maybe that takes the wind out of their sails a little bit here. They're coming forward, trying to tie the game. It is McGee, 25 yards from goal. Florida goes to Enriquez in the D. Wide right to Tejada. Tejada in the penalty area, drives it across the face of goal, knocked out of the six-yard box by Manny Perez, into the air, middle of the field. McGee with it now for Colorado Springs. Once again, drops it off with Lacroix playing well forward. Wide left it goes to Beckford, tried to play it through to McGee to continue his run. It was blocked back down to Beckford. Now Speedy Williams inside left, 35 yards away. Turns to his right foot, plays it right to Scudrich past midfield, well past midfield. Wide right now it goes to uh, Enriquez dribbling in towards the box on his left foot. Puts in across a good one headed out of the six-yard box again by Manny Perez. His header middle of the field. Wilson Harris goes down wanting a foul called as he was trying to hold up play and the foul has been given. So Wilson Harris called or actually draws that foul. Speedy Williams called for the foul and it's going to give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in their defensive half and the boys in purple can clear their lines here. Well, some of the trouble that Colorado is having is they're getting good services into the box, but there's just not enough numbers into the box. No one's making the runs that are needed in the box to be able to capitalize on that. So it's kind of just crosses to no one there. We've played six minutes in the second half. Louisville in front, two to one. Zimla hits the fifth third free kick long all the way into the attacking end, into the Colorado Springs box, and it bounces goalkeeper to goalkeeper there into the arms of Joe Kuzminski who walks forward with the ball at his, in his hands, now drops it to his feet as Colorado Springs sends numbers forward. He hits it long into the attacking half for Colorado Springs. It bounces past Romario Williams, and that's because Williams had committed a foul against Sean Tosh, who went up for the ball. So Williams called through the foul, a fifth-third free kick to Louisville. They take it quickly on the ground. Tosh to Adams returns it to Tosh to the right of the center circle. Tosh dribbles around Williams into the attacking half, switches fields to the far side, the left, 
Jimenez brings it down. An awkward bounce off the turf, but he's able to get the pass away toward Wilson Harris. Harris couldn't bring the ball down. A battle for possession between Colorado Springs and Louisville, and Chapman wins the ball for Colorado Springs. Here comes DeShane Beckford driving forward. A 40-yard run with the ball at his feet, well into the attacking half here. Outside of the Louisville box, still he goes into Chapman in the penalty area, turns on his left, swivels, and has the hit, and it's well off target into the fourth row of seats behind Oliver Zimla's goal. Jay Chapman there had the ball just to the left of the box, swiveled on his right foot, hit it with his left, and couldn't keep it on target. It's a great run forward, though, again, from Beckford. He's just been so dangerous going forward for Colorado, and he's able to find Chapman there in the middle, but Chapman just gets it all wrong. The ball bounces up on him, and when it's bouncing up and he goes to strike it, it's always going to be going up. He has to make sure that he strikes down through the ball in order to get that one on target. So a goal kick for Louisville City, 53rd minute of the game here. They've got a 2-1 to lead in what has been a really terrific game. And I, Casey, we said it a lot in the first half, but this is far from over at 2-1. to I mean, there's, there are plenty of goals in this game to be found somewhere, the way these two teams are both playing right now. And the conversation we had at halftime, if somebody would come out and try and slow it down, well, Louisville scored to end that conversation because Colorado Springs now has to really pump numbers forward. So, it's still going to be a wide-open game, I think. And I, it really still has been that way. Neither team looking like they are planning to slow down whatsoever. Lou City now has to make sure they're smart about it, though, with the game management side of it, not trying to take the energy out of their attack too much or lose focus because Colorado is just breathing down their neck. Throw for Louisville City on the far side, the left into Wilson Harris, trying to drive through two Colorado Springs defenders. They knock it off of his feet. Del Piccolo retrieves it for Louisville to Mogel center circle, and Mogel gets his pass wrong. He was kind of off balance there, drifting backward, trying to swing it to the right side in the air, and he overhits that ball. It's well over the head of the intended target out for a Colorado Springs throw. On the near side there, left in the Colorado Springs defensive half, nearly nine minutes gone by in the second half. When I talked about wanting to take Mogel off potentially because of how emotional he was getting within this game, but I bet it's those emotions that's helping him get those assists, and he's playing really, really well. Because Minsky, the goalkeeper, was under pressure, intense pressure from Jorge Gonzalez, but he got the pass off to Juan Tejada. He has it now, a 1-2 between Tejada and Enriquez. Tejada, ball in the air into the attacking half down the middle. It's intercepted by Manny Perez. Romario Williams was the intended target. Perez forward to Ray Serrano in the attacking half. He dribbles forward. Here's Ray on the inside right. Still he goes on. Drops it off backward to Del Piccolo. Now Winder clips it over the top for Serrano, who continued his run. It's clipped off of in front of him by a defender for Colorado Springs, and it's out for a Vi-Fi corner kick from the near side, the right. That defensive effort there by Ogren for Colorado Springs. And Serrano is one that hasn't really been getting as involved going forward in the tack. We haven't talked about him too much, but there he makes a really good run towards the middle of the field and is able to get a shot off. It's blocked, but it's a good run from him, and I, I like to see him trying to get more involved. Played nearly 10 minutes in the second half. This Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City. It'll be their fifth of the game. It'll come from the near side, the right, an in-swinger off the left foot of Jimenez. Here's his approach. Oscar Jimenez puts it in toward the back post, headed away from the six-yard box by Romario Williams of Colorado Springs, and it bounces out of play past the far sideline for a Louisville throw on the far side, the Louisville left, still in the attacking final third. It looked like Wilson Harris that was winding up to volley that one into the back of the net if it was able to make its way through to the back post. It's a decent service in from Jimenez, just got a little bit too underneath it. So now Oscar will come all the way across the field from the right where he took the corner to the left to take this throw. He puts it into the box at the end line, headed on by Gonzalez to Tosh, tried to touch it back to a teammate. 
No one there making that particular run for Louisville City, and Colorado Springs takes over. McGee combining with Enriquez. McGee trying to dribble out of a crowd, taken off of his feet by Gonzalez. Oh, Jorge Gonzalez dribbled right through two defenders. Plays it through to Harris, though, and Ogren will watch it roll into the hands of Joe Kuzminski. But what a little dribbling skill from Jorge Gonzalez. He had two guys around him and the sideline, was able to get two, through the two guys, but just couldn't get the right pass to Wilson Harris. Yeah. He does so great to get on the end of that ball there and be able to beat those two defenders, but he just makes the wrong decision with the pass. He's trying to force that pass through to Wilson Harris when there's no need to force it. Here comes Colorado Springs. Williams in the box, clips it over a defender. Romari Williams goes on. He goes down under a challenge from Tosh. No foul. He's up in arms. It is, though, a corner for Colorado Springs, and Romario Williams claiming that there was a handball in there. He tried to do it himself, Romario, had the ball at about the D of the penalty area, clipped it into the air to try and chase it around the defender. And as we get a look at the replay here, what do we think? Is there a handball? Maybe against Sean Tosh, but the referee didn't see it as such. It's going to be a corner kick. Well, here's the thing. If it was a handball, Tosh's arm was down to its side. Or Williams headed it into his arm. There was nothing Tosh could do about it. It wasn't in an unnatural position. He didn't make a play to try to hit it, so completely no handball. Here's the corner from McGee, lofted to the back post. LaCroix has the header into the mixer, and Williams couldn't keep it down. It's over the bar. And it's going to be a Louisville City goal kick, and that was more difficult to miss than it would have been to score for Romario Williams. I mean, two yards, if that, from the goal line, and somehow he couldn't keep it down. The, the ball was a good one to the back post. LaCroix headed it into the middle of the six-yard box. Williams was there with a defender in front of him, but the defender didn't touch it. It's a goal kick to Louisville City, and that is a glorious chance for Romario Williams, a talented goal scorer, an elite goal scorer in this league, and my goodness, he absolutely got that all wrong. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It looks almost like it hit off of his thigh. It was headed down and kind of deflected off of his thigh, and the spin of the ball just kept it going up because he was basically on the goal line. So like you said, it was harder for him to miss that than it was for him to actually score that. And the second half picking up right where the first half let off. We've had five shots already just 14 minutes, 13 minutes into the second half. Here comes Enriquez charging forward for Colorado Springs. Williams gets a touch of the ball, and there's a foul, and it's against Romario Williams. I thought for a second that was going to be a free kick to Colorado Springs. Williams did too. He's upset, but Louisville City's going to have a fifth-third free kick here inside the D of the Louisville City box. Well, and I think that's actually the right call there because Adams is in the position and Adams is the one going to make a play on it. And Williams comes in a little bit reckless, studs up on Adams. And so I do think that is the right call. Some, typically, you see that given for the attacking player, but I agree with that. It's a studs up challenge from Williams and you cannot come in and challenge with your studs up. And rightfully so, because that was the case, Casey. He is booked a World of Beer yellow card shown to the Jamaican Romario Williams, his fifth yellow card of the season. He's also been shown a red once this year, and it's going to give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick literally inside the D of the Louisville City box. We're in the moving into the 60th minute here. Louisville in front 2-1, to one, goals on either side of halftime for the boys in purple, both on corner kicks, both delivered by Carlos Mokel Jr., it was in the second half, Elijah Winder heading at home. First half, Jorge Gonzalez heading at home. And Williams, the player that was just booked, scored the goal for Colorado Springs late on in the first half to tie it at 1-1. But it's Louisville City in front, 2-1 to one here with 30 minutes plus to go in Colorado Springs. And we have a pause in play here. It looks like the referee was, the fourth official, was having a discussion with the Colorado Springs bench. 
But now the ball back in play from that fifth third free kick, and Louisville will build out of the back here. Mogel hits it wide right to Manny Perez. Perez under pressure from Enriquez of Colorado. Hits it back to Tosh. Tosh dribbles around a challenge from Romario Williams. Confident stuff from Sean. He hits a long diagonal into the attacking half, but it's well over the head of everyone. Looking for Jorge Gonzalez down the left side. It bounces out for a Colorado Springs throw. The distribution from Sean Tosh today has been a little bit off. He's overhit a couple passes that we've seen him typically get right in the past. So just Tosh needs to sharpen it up a little bit in the back. Here comes Beckford for Colorado Springs, driving into the Louisville box on the left side. He's into it now, defended by Perez. Beckford goes on, gets to the end line, drives it into the six-yard box, knocked out by Kyle Adams. It'll fall to Chapman on the right side of the box. Chapman out of it now, puts in a cross, lofted into the air, and it's caught by Oliver Zimla in the six-yard box. DeShane Beckford has been an absolute menace for Louisville City. He put in a terrific ball there, just couldn't get the finishing touch for Colorado Springs looking to tie the game. And I think it's safe to say we talked about at halftime how there's no way it can continue at this pace. Well, guess what it is? It is absolutely just on fire, and Beckford has been one of the driving causes for that. Like you said, he's just been so good for Colorado going forward. He just hasn't been able to capitalize on any of it. Yeah, this game has been absolutely breathless. I mean, almost every time we look up, there's a chance for one team or the other. And I tell you what, Casey, as Colorado builds out of the back here with Skundrich and Louisville will try and press forward, Colorado Springs may have had the better chances in this game. Absolutely. But I agree. But Louisville took their two really great chances on those corner kicks, and they had this 2-1 to lead. Well, and that's what we've seen in games past with Lou City as well, is they were the team that were creating the better opportunities but couldn't score, and the other teams got one, two shots, and they were the ones able to capitalize on it. So finally, I feel like maybe the, the luck's going our way, the ball's rolling in our direction, but regardless, there is still 30 minutes plus in this game left, and there it is nowhere near over. Colorado Springs with the ball in their penalty area. They've been knocking it around the back line, trying to build out of the back here. And there's a foul against Ray Serrano of Louisville City as he just caught the back of the heel of Duke Lacroix. So it'll be a free kick here to Colorado in their defensive half. Look at the numbers here. 25 shots in this game, 10 of them on target. That's combined between the two teams. Colorado Springs with 15 of the 25 shots. And the shots on target evenly split five apiece so far. And that foul from Serrano, by the way, is going to be another World of Beer yellow card, the third of the night shown to a Louisville City player. So now three players on the field in white for Louisville City uh, have to be careful in this second half with yellow cards on them with 28 minutes to go plus stoppage time in the game, Louisville in front 2-1. to one. And on that note, we're going to have a substitution, a couple here, and a smart substitution for Danny Cruz to get some of those yellow cards off the field. Carlos Mogel Jr. comes out. He was shown a yellow card three minutes into the game. He's replaced by Tyler Gibson in the midfield for Louisville City. And then Jorge Gonzalez, who scored the opening goal of the night for Lou City, is going to come out, and he's going to be replaced by Brian Ownby. Those two substitutions coming in the 63rd minute with Louisville City in front 2-1, to one, brought to you by Fortna. I think those are some very smart substitutions from Danny Cruz, starting with not the yellow card one, Jorge Gonzalez. He's just starting to get back to game fitness. He's just beginning to really get a rhythm going. The last thing you want is to push him too hard and push him too long because you need him later on as this season goes on. And then the other two, it's obvious decisions with Mogel and Del Piccolo. Mogel, I think, was having the best game that we've seen him have in quite some time. But being on a yellow card, knowing that this game is only going to continue to get more physical, going to continue to get chippier, it's the right decision to bring on Gibson and same with McCabe to kind of level things out. 
Oh, I didn't. I missed McCabe. Who did McCabe come? McCabe in for? came on for Del Piccolo. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, so three. Bo- yeah. Three substitutions, three substitutions for Louisville City. Yeah. I'm glad and, you caught that, Casey. So McCabe on for Del Piccolo, and Ownby on for Gonzalez. Gibson on for Carlos Mogel Jr. All three substitutions brought to you by Fortna, and at a needed time right now for Louisville City to try and close up shop. I think a little bit, or at least have a little bit more structure about them defensively because this Colorado Springs team so much talent across the board we've seen it a number of times tonight here they come forward once again with McGee on the left side he's in the into the attacking half drops it off with Beckford on the near sideline swings it into the middle to Speedy Williams he's drifted back into the center circle but still in the attacking half of things wide right it goes to Juan Tejada defended closely by Oscar Jimenez Tejada with it now Ownby drops back as a second defender they go back to Skundrich now Speedy Williams nearer midfield defended closely by Elijah Winder Williams back to Skundrich, and Colorado Springs forced backward by Louisville City defensively. Ogren with it now to defend the center back to Skundrich. Wide right it goes to that Speedy Williams with it, dribbling backward down the far sideline, and he went out of play. Let the ball drift past that sideline. Gives a thumbs up to the referee. Uh, understanding the call, Speedy Williams. It's a Louisville City throw in their attacking half. Throw comes into Wilson Harris, holding the ball up physically. Knocked off of his feet by Ogren. Picked up in the midfield here by Colorado Springs. With Enriquez, he plays it to McGee, dribbles around a challenge from McCabe, and Tyreek McGee into the attacking half here. But there's Brian Ombi coming over sneakily from behind, taking the ball away from McGee. McGee never knew he was there, and Ombi just stepped in and took the ball away, and here comes Louisville City into the attack. It's Serrano inside right, driving forward on the overlap. Manny Perez on the inline, puts the ball into the six-yard box. It took a deflection, and it's cleared away by the penalty spot by a Colorado Springs player. It'll bounce toward the near sideline where Tosh will bring it down. He plays it forward on the ground to Serrano, inside right. Serrano drifts to the near sideline, dribbles around Beckford with a clever little touch. Here's Serrano putting a, looking to put in a cross. Hits it well over everyone's head, looking for someone at the back post, but he absolutely drove it, and it's out for a Colorado Springs throw on the far side, the right. So unfortunate for Ray Serrano because the move that he has to beat his defender is so cheeky. He left Beckford standing there. Beckford just stood there because he knew he just got smoked. And then this cross at the way that he did is so unfortunate that he couldn't send in a better ball for them to be able to score on that because that little play there on the sideline was amazing. You wonder if the confidence was just flying high. We have a pause here as it looks like McGee is down injured right now before Colorado Springs can take this throw. It was on the far side, the Colorado Springs right in their defensive half as uh, Louisville City moving from left to right in the second half, Colorado Springs moving from right to left. But, I mean, just go back to that move by Ray Serrano. It was through the legs of Beckford, kind of off of his heel, and something has happened here, Case. We have a red card for... Colorado Springs to a member of their bench, I believe, James Chambers, shown the red card, which is presented by World of Beer. Chambers, an assistant coach with this team. So while McGee was down injured, evidently something wrong came out of the mouth of Chambers. And maybe now that maybe that didn't happen. We're looking at the live stats here, trying to decipher what is going on. It went away for a moment. Now it's back. So Chambers, an assistant coach, been sent well, off. Well, remember when the referee went over to talk to the bench there after the foul on uh, Williams that he fouled Kyle Adams. There was the, the yellow card given to Adams, and the referee walked over to the bench, and I saw him putting his book in his back pocket. And so I imagine if that's when it happened uh, when – 
the red card was given to the bench after that foul Williams on Kyle Adams a little while back. So that red card to the assistant coach James Chambers brought to you by World of Beer. I mean, if this game didn't have enough going on on the field. Let's just add more drama. Let's just add more drama and send off somebody that's literally off the field on the bench. So that happened a few minutes ago. We're just getting confirmation of that now. It is a, a goal kick for Colorado Springs here. They try and build out of the back once again. Kuzminski under pressure, forced to hit it long, where it's headed by Oscar Jimenez. Speedy Williams clips it forward. It's brought down by Enriquez for Colorado Springs. We're in the 68th minute. Louisville in front one to not, uh, I beg your pardon, two to one. There's been a lot more goals than one. Two to one is the Louisville City scoreline right now. And Louisville on the ball after Colorado Springs gives it up. It's Zimlo with it. Forward to Tyler Gibson on the inside left in the defensive half. Wide left it goes to Oscar Jimenez. Now for, further backward to Niall McCabe. He drives it long down the middle. Intercepted by Colorado Springs. Matter of fact, that was Kyle Adams that hit that pass. It ends up with his feet, and then Tosh hits it long. Up for the header is Wilson Harris. Skundrich there, too. He wins the ball, but it's a foul, or rather an offside flag against Wilson Harris. So it's going to give Colorado Springs a free kick here. We have 21 and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time with Louisville in front 2-1. to one. But as we mentioned about 10 minutes ago, Casey, I would be a little bit surprised if it finished 2-1. to one. This game is wide open right now for either team, particularly Colorado Springs, as they come forward. They have it with Romario Williams, 25 yards from goal. Backheeled it to the curling run of Juan Tejada, cleared away by Louisville City. It's out for a Colorado Springs throw on the near side of the left in the attacking half, about 10 yards past midfield. Yeah, Colorado Springs is a team that's not just going to roll over. I mean, last weekend they were down three players, and they were still pushing forward to try to score goals and get back level in that match. They even scored their goal to go up 1-0, being down players. So they're a team that has the fight, has the drive, and they're not going to give up until the final whistle blows. And so Louisville City has got to make sure that they're staying locked in, they're staying focused for this full game. It's McGee with it for Colorado Springs. Now Enriquez, they're still in the Louisville half. Backwards it goes to Speedy Williams, the former Louisville City player. He's circling around to the near side, plays it on the ground there to DeShane Beckford. Beckford with some stepovers on the near sideline. He's still with it. Now touches it back backwards on his right foot to Lacroix. Lacroix into the middle of the, of the field to Ogren, the center back in the center circle. To the right of the center circle, Skundrich. Back to Ogren, who's drifted further backward in the defensive half. Harris comes up for press, pressure. Ogren gets the pass off to Lacroix. Lacroix, ball in the air down the inside left channel, intercepted by Tosh. And here comes Lou City. Into the midfield is Niall McCabe. Center circle, Brian Ombi with space to run into. Here's Brian Ombi. At full speed, Brian Ombi on his left foot, outside of the box, and he has the shot, and it's well off target, about 10 yards over the bar from Brian Ombi. You can understand in this game there have been chances of plenty for either team. Why not have a hit when you have the chance? Ombi on his left foot there, just got under the ball. Yeah, he does not make clean contact with the ball. But, again, like you said, why not have the chance there? He hasn't been able to get all really involved in the attack. And also what that shot does is it forces the, the defender next time to think, should I step to him or should I stay tighter to my mark? And the next time they might step with him, and then that's going to open up either Wilson Harris or Ray Serrano or Elijah Winder making that run into the middle of the field. Just under 20 minutes to go plus stoppage time and buckle up. This is going to be some kind of finish, I have a feeling, in this game. Here's a foul against Louisville City's Tyler Gibson for a tug of the shoulder of Tyreek McGee. Gibson shaking his head, but McGee went to the ground and drew the foul. So it'll be a free kick for Colorado Springs in the Louisville City defensive half, about 50 yards from goal on the inside left. Williams, Speedy Williams, touches it forward on the ground. Here's Beckford outside the Louisville City box on his right foot. Thought about a cross. Still thinking about a cross. Instead gives it up to Romario Williams, who's dropped a little bit deep. 
He touches it backward to Chapman. Chapman gives it up forward to Beckford. On his right foot, tries the shot. It's blocked by the defender there, Tyler Gibson. The deflection goes all the way to the far side. The right, Skundrich brings it down. Now Juan Tejada for Colorado Springs. Moving backward with it. It's Enriquez. Now Skundrich. Speedy Williams on the far side, the right. Enriquez with it on the far sideline with his heels on the white paint. Backwards it goes to Skundrich. Near midfield now. Winder coming up with, for some pressure for Louisville. All the way back to Kuzminski, the goalkeeper, playing 20 yards out of his box. Now Ogren, the center back. Ball on the ground into the attacking half for Mario Williams. Spins around Kyle Adams. Plays it forward to Beckford. 25 yards from goal. On his left foot, his has a shot, and it's deflected by Sean Tosh, who was defending him. And it goes well wide to the right from Colorado Springs' perspective, and it's going to be a Colorado Springs switchbacks corner from the far side there right with 18 minutes to go. I feel like Beckford has done so much work to be able to create opportunities to get forward, but he has yet to really have a chance, a good, solid look in front of goal, and that one I still don't think was that he's pretty far out, has a defender in front of him. I don't think that was ever going to end up in the back of the net. Louisville has scored from two corners tonight. Can Colorado Springs try and answer? It comes in from McGee, brought down at the near post by Tejada. But the referee is going to stop play and make them retake this corner. I guess he hadn't given permission exactly yet. He has a word with Winder and Skundrich who are marking each other. Winder marking Skundrich, rather. So it's going to be Tyreek McGee to take this corner once again from the far side. The Colorado Springs right off of his left foot. Here it is, here it is into the six-yard box, knocked down and out of the area by Louisville City. It is retrieved by Tyler Gibson. Plays it on the ground forward to Elijah Winder at midfield. Winder, a challenge from Beckford. Beckford up in arms with the fourth official, actually the assistant referee, and he's going to be booked for that foul. Deshane Beckford, a world of beer yellow card. 17 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville in front 2-1, to one, and they'll have this fifth-third free kick at the midfield stripe on the near sideline The Louisville City right. It absolutely is a card. I mean, Beckford is late to the challenge and completely takes Winder out. It's a professional foul because if he doesn't foul Winder there, Winder's in behind and getting ready to go cut inside to go one-on-one. So it's absolutely a yellow card. Deshane Beckford's sixth yellow card of the season for the 25-year-old, again in his first season with Colorado Springs. And for Beckford, his fifth year overall as a professional. Fifth third free kick hit on a long diagonal outside of the box on the far side of the left. Ownby just trying to head it into the middle towards really no one. And he didn't get the header right either. It's behind for a Colorado Springs goal kick. They put it in play quickly. They're trying to get back into the game. It's Louisville City 2, Colorado Springs 1. And not for lack of trying by the switchbacks. They've had a number of chances. 17 shots, six of them on target in this game. It's McGee with it spinning around in the midfield. He crosses into the attacking half, gives it up to Beckford on the near sideline, switches fields from left to right. A good ball to Tejada. He brings it down at the top of the box. Juan Tejada on his right foot. He'll have a shot, and it's low on the ground right into the near post where Zimla was covering as the Louisville City goalkeeper, and he makes an easy save. When you said the number of shots they've had on target, but that doesn't even include the number that have been blocked or deflected away from Louisville City. There have been so many opportunities for Colorado. Here comes Louisville. Ball through to Wilson Harris in the attacking half. Can he get there? One-on-one with Ogren. He does, holding it up by the corner flag in the attacking end on the far side the left. Backwards on the far sideline to Ownby. Inside left now, Niall McCabe. McCabe, ball popped up on him a little bit. He gets the pass off to Jimenez. Louisville working backward here. Kyle Adams now. He turns and plays it forward to McCabe on the far sideline. Now Ownby inside left. Into the center circle, it's Sean Tosh. Forward on the ground from Tosh to Gibson in the attacking half. He turns and plays it wide right here to Ray Serrano on the near sideline. Serrano's going to cross. Here it comes toward the header there from Wilson Harris, and he just heads it down and ultimately about eight yards wide of the Colorado Springs goal. Harris arriving late, 
ran around the defender, beat him to the ball in the air, just couldn't get the header on target. Well, the late arrival is what allowed him to be able to get on the end of it. It's a pretty far distance, so it always can be pretty challenging to get on frame. But here's a, a little fun fact for you. Zimla has made five saves for the first time that he's since the Pittsburgh game, and it's so having a massive night for Oliver Zimla. Yeah, Zimla's been terrific. I said something last week somewhere that I thought he hadn't been called into that many spectacular saves this year, that he'd been solid, if not, but not really spectacular. I've been wrong about that the last couple of he's weeks. He's been spectacular. That save last week yes. was spectacular, and tonight he's been really, really terrific, really sound back there for Louisville City, uh, making every stop that he needs to and a couple that you don't really expect him to. We're in the 76th minute. It's Colorado Springs with the ball. It's time for you to head to Twitter, though, or X is it now, to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award. The poll will be open for about the next 10 minutes. Go to twitter.com slash City to vote for tonight's Louisville City Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match. Beckford dribbling against Manny Perez in the box, and Manny Perez did really well, stood tall. Beckford had a loose touch. It went between or behind Perez. He didn't let Beckford get around him, and it dribbles, uh, the ball does rather, dribbles behind for a Louisville City goal kick with 13 and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time. The boys in purple have a 2-1 to one lead. And this is where you're really going to see those game management tactics coming in, really trying to slow the game down, slow down the set pieces. But again, like I said, they have to make sure that they're slowing the game down at the right times and not allowing that to dictate them sl playing slowly or reacting slowly because Colorado is coming down their throats. And if they slow down at all, Colorado will get back in this match. Goal kick sent long by Zimlin. Exchange of headers between the two teams. Here's a header for Gibson in the center circle. A header from Colorado Springs. It'll fall to Romario Williams, and here come the switchbacks. Williams on the right side, dribbling in towards the box. A run from Tejada in front of him. He'll check it back. Dribbles into the middle, plays it to Beckford on the inside left. Beckford driving in on his left foot, plays it to his right. Still Beckford with it. Just outside of the box, defended closely by Serrano on his right foot. He gives it up into the middle of the field to McGee. McGee on his preferred left. At the top of the D, still McGee with a number of white shirts in front of him. He goes wide right here to Scundrich. Thought about a cross. Instead drops it off backward to Williams. His cross headed out of the six-yard box by Manny Perez. All the way to the far sideline where Scundrich brings it down. Twelve and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Louisville in front two to one, but Colorado Springs feels like they could score at any moment here. It's McGee with it on the inside left. Dribbling towards the Louisville box. Cuts it backward. Now plays it across the top of the box. A header into the middle towards the penalty spot. Cleared away by Tyler Gibson. It falls to Enriquez for Colorado Springs. Forward to Tejada with a crowd of white jerseys around him. Tejada clips it into the air. Enriquez on the end line. Clips it over his shoulder into the middle to Chapman. Hits it on the volley, and it's deflected and blocked on its way through by Kyle Adams. And the loose ball finally picked up by Oliver Zimla. Jay Chapman went for the volley there. He got it cleanly. It was headed toward goal, but Kyle Adams got between it, knocked it down, and Zimla able to pick it up the goalkeeper. That's really good defense, though, from Louisville City. They're doing so well to staying compact and compressed there inside the box, forcing Colorado to have to work the ball side to side and not giving them a single clean look, one for a shot or two for a cross, and it's making it really difficult for them to be able to release any players in the middle of the box. We've had 31 combined shots in this game. It has been up and down, back and forth. I've, I think the most entertaining game of the year. Here's Louisville City coming forward. Brian Ownby's tugged down from behind outside of the box, and this is going to be a booking for Colorado Springs. Scundrich shown a world of beer yellow card. Ownby got behind him. The ball was played to Ownby. We know what kind of speed Brian has, and Scundrich had no choice but to drag him down from behind by the shoulder. Yeah, and it's a professional foul there. 
trying to slow down Brian Ombi because if he does not foul there, Brian Ombi is going to be in on goal. So a professional foul to slow it down and get the numbers back behind the ball. And before that fifth third free kick, we're going to have a pair of substitutions. Marcos Rios is going to come into the game for Colorado Springs. A 16-year-old, it'll be just his fourth appearance of the season. He's going to replace Jay Chapman in the midfield for Colorado Springs. And on the other side, Louisville City making a sub in the attacking end. Cameron Lancaster coming off the bench to replace Wilson Harris. So a substitution either way, just over 10 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville in front 2-1. to one. Both of those subs brought to you by Fortna. Well, and I imagine that Lancaster will line up over this set piece because it's within shooting range for him. In all honesty, what a moment it would be if his first touch was a goal. It is going to be his free kick. He's standing over it all alone. It's just lined up with that left corner of the penalty area. Here's Lancaster's free kick driven in and it's blocked by the wall. Up in the air and past the end line. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City from the far side, the left. Just like you thought, Casey, Lancaster comes on and immediately has a hit. Yeah, and it's it's always going to be Lancaster. Whenever you have a set piece like that around the box, he just doesn't get underneath enough to lift it. But unfortunate now that Mogel is out because this is the side that both goals have happened on. So a different look on the set pieces here to see if they're going to be able to get that third goal on this left side. It's been their lucky side. Five corners for Louisville City. They scored on two of them. That's efficient if there ever was anything efficient. This time for Louisville City from the far side, the left, it's going to be Niall McCabe high into the air toward the back post. Lancaster able to retrieve it out of the box, though, on the near side, the right, with his back to goal. Now turns and faces forward, drops it off backward, though, to Serrano. Not quite the same delivery there from McCabe that we saw from Mogel. It's Adams middle of the field playing about 10 yards past the midfield line, the center back. Now Manny Perez to the right of the center circle. Dribbles forward, plays it on the ground forward to Ownby on the inside right, returns it to Perez on the near sideline. Manny with no one near him in terms of Colorado Springs players defensively. He plays it backward to Tosh. Tosh into the center circle to Adams. McCabe just in front of him. He touches it to him. Here's McCabe in the center circle. Turns, plays the ball right down the middle for Brian Ombi. It's deflected toward the goal by a Colorado Springs player, but Kuzminski able to bring it down, reaching out with his left arm. He makes the catch. The goalkeeper for Colorado Springs immediately up throwing to Skundrich on the far side, Skundrich forward to, I think that maybe Beckford switching sides to the right now. It's still with Colorado Springs with Lacroix on the near side. He crosses midfield with the ball. Here is Beck, actually, actually no, this is McGee, I beg your pardon. McGee with it, so they have switched sides. Here's Tejada on the near side, the left now. He drops it off backward to Lacroix, and Colorado Springs will build along their back line here. Louisville sitting back defensively. Eight minutes to go. Eight minutes for Louisville City to see this out defensively. They're in the lead two to one now. On the far side, it's Rios, the youngster that just checked in, dribbling against Kyle Adams, and Adams did well. Just stood between Rios and the ball, but he took a touch, Adams, and it's going to be a corner to Colorado Springs from the far side, their right. Looking back to that through ball with Brian Ombi, if that touch doesn't happen, Brian Ombi's one-on-one with the goalkeeper, so a really fortunate deflection. But Colorado has been very patient with their buildup in this play going forward and getting this corner kick Again, they've been knocking at the door. They've been right on the doorstep. But Louisville City has been so solid defensively that they've really made it difficult to, for Colorado to be able to get a solid look on target. So the corner will come from the far side. The switchback's right. It'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of Tyreek McGee, who stands over it right now. The referee in the box sorting things out. Colorado looking to tie the game for a second time this evening. We're in the 83rd, quickly moving into the 84th minute. 
And again, Louisville City in front, 2-1. to one. Danny Cruz off his bench with his arms crossed, hoping to lead his team to a second consecutive victory after that thrilling 2-1 to one win over Oakland last week at Lynn Family Stadium. Still, we wait for this corner. Now the referee blows his whistle to allow it. It's McGee's corner. Lifts it into the box, into the six-yard box. Popped up high into the air by, Ty, uh, by uh, Niall McCabe for Louisville. And it's behind for another corner kick to Colorado Springs. It'll come from the same spot, the far side there right. Good clearance by McCabe because I really think that Zimla got blocked out there by Williams. It's good play from Williams, but really nice from McCabe to advert that danger. McGee will take it again on the ground this time, and it's intercepted, well-read by Oscar Jimenez, and maybe Louisville can break. Numbers streaming forward. Oscar Jimenez continues into the attacking half now. He plays it through to Manny Perez on the run. Perez beaten to it, though, by DeShane Beckford, tracking back terrifically for Colorado Springs. It's hard to beat Manny Perez in a foot race. Beckford might be the only player on the field that could do it right now. Louisville trying to win the ball back, but Speedy Williams does well to play it back to Kuzminski, and Colorado Springs takes over. Manny Perez getting a glimpse back at his forward days. He was a forward before becoming an outside back, so maybe his moment there to kind of become the new center forward. But like you said, not many people can beat him. Really good recovery run from Beckford and really good buildup out of the back there again from Colorado to advert that danger. Just can't take your eyes off this game right now. Over five minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Louisville in front 2-1. to one. It's McGee dribbling into the Louisville box for Colorado Springs. On his left foot, a sliding tackle from Ombi to knock the ball away. It's picked up on the far side by Beckford, returns it to McGee at the top of the box on the inside right. Uh, plays it through to Enriquez near the corner flag. He'll get to it on the end line. Enriquez with it now, trying to dribble around Tyler Gibson. He can't do it. It goes behind. It'll be a Louisville City goal kick here. Really good patient defending there from Gibson, forcing McGee to have to make the mistake. They're really, really patient defending from Tyler Gibson and a great opportunity then for them to eat time off the clock, push out of the back and deflate this game a little bit. Colorado Springs with 64% possession. Louisville City really defending right now to try and finish this game out. Two goals from corner kicks tonight for Lou City. Can they finish it out with five minutes to go plus stoppage time? Well, I think something else to note, to note the expected goals for Colorado, it's 1.81, and for Lou City, it's 0.73. So that just goes to show the number of chances that Colorado's been able to create and the quality of the chances that they're creating. Six of their 19 shots have been on target. Here's a long ball over the top from Speedy Williams. Beckford onto it on the right side outside of the Louisville City box, dribbling it against Kyle Adams. Beckford plays it into the inside right, well read there by Ray Serrano. He steps in front of the Colorado Springs, Springs player, and clears it out into the fourth row of the stands on the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Colorado Springs. Just over four minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this game. Louisville trying to take it on the road. Right now they lead it 2-1, to one, and we're going to have a brief pause as I believe a substitution is about to come on. It is a substitution for Colorado Springs. It's going to be Aaron Wheeler, a 35-year-old forward who has not scored this year, coming on in place of DeShane Beckford, who has been tremendous tonight. Just not able to put his name on the score sheet, but he had a number of opportunities to generate goals. Beckford off and Wheeler on for Colorado Springs with three and a half minutes to go. Louisville in front two to one. That substitution brought to you by Fortna. And we also have a sub for Louisville. Ray Serrano coming off and Martin Powells coming on in the attacking end of things. That substitution also brought to you by Fortna. I think an interesting decision there for Colorado to take Beckford off when he has been so dangerous going forward, and especially with such little time on the clock. I could get if there was a lot of time on the clock and he's been injured or something. I, I don't know, but 
And I just think that's an interesting change for them. Wheeler is a big target, 6'4", 197. It's his 21st appearance of the season. He's not scored, though, for the 35-year-old. Colorado springs a ball forward. Romario Williams trying to flick it on off of his head toward Wheeler. Those two can't connect, and it bounces behind for a Louisville City goal kick. And Wheeler, an interesting story really quickly. He spent five years away from professional soccer before signing last season with Colorado Springs. He hadn't played for five years before that. So uh, an older player who's back into the game professionally. Hey, good for him. Yeah, I right? mean, that's not easy to do. But uh, he's in his second year now with Colorado, and he's on hoping to be a difference maker tonight for the switchbacks. Louisville City's goal kick hit into the air by the right foot of Oliver Zimlo, well into the Louisville attacking half. Headed back by Colorado Springs, an exchange of headers. Rios, the teenager, brings it down. Powell's, though, knocks it off of his feet. Ownby brings it down. Here comes Louisville. Powell's in. Powell's on his right foot. Here's Martin Powell's. Can he do it? Yes! Martin Powell's puts the game away and certainly wins it for Louisville City. What a way for the Dutchman to score his first ever Louisville City goal. Two minutes from the end of the game, and Powell's puts it into the bottom corner to give Louisville a 3-1 to one lead on the road over Colorado Springs. Well, and he's the one that starts this play, too. He's the one that earns this turnover. Brian Omi then releases him. It's an excellent first touch to kind of cut it past the defender, and then all he has to do is bury it near post. It's a perfect finish for Martin Powell's and off of his first touches of the game, too. What a moment for him tonight. Wow, sensational from Martin Powell's. Louisville City fan have waited a long time to see him put one in the back of the net and he's done it tonight that goal brought to you by the kentucky lottery fueling imagination funding education kentucky lottery and martin powell stands at about six foot seven and all of his teammates jumping into really onto his shoulders mobbing him in celebration <laughs> what a goal for louisville city what a game for louisville city to go onto the road and have these kinds of opportunities to score and after the kickoff it's a foul and is this going to be a penalty, Casey Woodfield? It's a penalty. It's a penalty for I don't Colorado even know Springs. What to think right now, I'm pretty sure the ref just gave a penalty to Colorado Springs. Uh, somebody fouled Tejeda. I don't know who, but I mean, as we said, this game is just absolutely insane. But yeah, there will be a penalty kick here coming up. The, I'm not again. We're not sure who the foul was on or what happened, but I'm sure we'll get a replay here soon. I'm presuming it's on Sean Tosh for the foul, but again, hard to see. Um, until we get kind of a replay here. But oh, Williams Lord. will be stepping up to take this Yeah, one. Romario Williams is going to have a penalty. So what a goal that is for Martin Powell's to give Louisville a two-goal cushion now because wow, it looks like Colorado Springs is going to strike right back. It's going to be Romario Williams. He already scored tonight. He's got the lone goal for Colorado Springs. He scored 52 times in his career against a rookie, Oliver Zimla. Zimla bouncing on his line. Williams stands over at a right-footed player. It's going to be a short run-up. The referee blows his whistle. Here's Romario Williams, and he puts it into the bottom corner to score and make it 3-2. to two. He sent Zimla the wrong way. Zimla went to his left. Williams put it to Zimla's right, and Colorado Springs right back within a goal. They score almost immediately after conceding. And by the way, we moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of three minutes to this game. We've played about 25 seconds of those three minutes. Williams dispatches the penalty, Casey. Listen, we said this game wasn't over, and that's exactly what has happened. But that was a perfect penalty kick there from Romario Williams. He takes his few touch, kind of hesitates just a second, and that's what forces Zimla to dive. And the minute that Zimla commits to one side, all Williams has to do is pass it into the other side, and that's what he does. Perfectly taken 
penalty kick. And, I mean, maybe in these next two minutes something else crazy is going to happen because you got to imagine with the way this game has gone. Well, they've updated the scoreboard, so there's actually four minutes of stoppage time to go. So they added a minute, or, or maybe somebody got the wrong message. Here's a good cross in from Colorado Springs, and Zimla makes a catch just in front of the towering Wheeler, the 6'4 player that came on a couple of minutes ago. This game is not over by any stretch. I mean, Colorado Springs could strike at any moment, it feels like, and Louisville City needs to try and survive these final three minutes. Zimla goes down. He's claiming that he was fouled on that play. The referee actually gives him a hand up, and he was fouled. So there is a whistle here, and Louisville City will have this fifth third free kick in their defensive penalty area. And another little fun fact for you, Louisville City has conceded six penalties in the USL Championship. Only Las Vegas Lights, who have conceded seven, have conceded more. It's not a stat that Louisville no, City fans want to hear. No, not a stat that you really want, but, I mean, just something to note. Goal kick sent long, flicked on by Lancaster to Ownby on the far sideline. Does Louisville go for a fourth, or do they just try and kill the game here? Ownby goes backward to McCabe. He returns it to Ownby on the far sideline, dribbling it against a crowd of players, touches it over to Lancaster now. He tries to take it to the corner with two black jerseys around him. It's out off of the toes of Lancaster for a Colorado Springs throw. Two minutes to go out of the minimum four in stoppage time. Here's a foul against Brian Ownby of Louisville City to give Colorado Springs a free kick in their defensive half toward the far sideline, and the goalkeeper's going to take it. We've got a booking here as well, a World of Beer yellow card, I believe, for Cameron Lancaster. We'll confirm that as soon as we know. Here comes Colorado Springs, Speedy Williams, after the ball was touched to him by the goalkeeper from the free kick. He's in the center circle, hits it in the air, down the inside left, headed away by Manny Perez. It'll fall here to Lacroix for Colorado Springs, and the switchback still with it, trailing by a goal, looking to tie it very late in stoppage time. They have it just outside of the Louisville City box. It's hit into the Louisville City box. It's loose on the inline. Rios with a shot. It's deflected behind. It's going to be a corner kick for Colorado Springs, the teenager, in just his fourth game this season. He won't turn 17 until December. Nearly tied the game there. Colorado Springs with this corner from the far side there right with just over a minute to go. And Colorado Springs sending everyone forward, even the goalkeeper. Kuzminski's up there. It's McGee's corner. Hits it into the six-yard box. The flying header from Wheeler well off target, but it'll stay in play. McGee on the inline. Another cross in, hit high into the air, headed out by Adams for Louisville City. It falls middle of the field to Speedy Williams, 35 yards away. Threw on the ground to Rios. A heavy touch, though, from him. Shows it to Gibson. Now Tosh shoulder-to-shoulder with Rios. He takes it to the corner on the near side, Tosh, trying to kill time. Tosh rolls it behind. Amid some pressure, it's going to be another corner for Colorado Springs with 35 seconds to go. This time from the near side, the Colorado Springs left. It's going to be Enriquez with his right foot. Here it comes. Hit toward the back post, and Zimla catches it in the six-yard box and goes to the ground, and that might do it. That could be the final moment of the game. Precious seconds ticking off the clock from Colorado Springs' perspective, but Louisville City might just have survived these final moments it is to 3-2 in favor of Louisville City with just seconds to go. What a stressful finish, though, but Zimla doing really great to come out and command the box and grab that one and not allow anyone to get on the end of it. Now they're able to get into their offensive half and see if they can kill off this clock even more. Lancaster taking it to the near corner, flagging the attacking end. He's got his back to goal, two defenders on him, holding it up. Cameron Lancaster goes behind for a Colorado Springs goal kick. We've moved past the four minutes, so the referee surely looking at his watch here, and he blows his whistle. It's over. What a win for Louisville City. Back-to-back thrillers, and they take this one on the road over Colorado Springs by a final score of 3-2. to two. Catch your breath, Louisville. We're going to go to a timeout. When we return, the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show. The boys in purple claim a second consecutive victory. Again, the final score, Louisville City 3, Colorado Springs 2. You're listening to Lou City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. 
The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Well, the older Louisville City fans among us, if the season is going to finish the way it has tonight and last week, Go to the doctor and get yourself prescribed for some heart medicine or something. I mean, this is it's out, but really though outrageous stuff the last couple of weeks from Louisville City. This one, another thriller, not quite as dramatic as last week, but certainly eventful, certainly entertaining. And Louisville City takes it by a final score of 3-2 to two on the road over the Colorado Springs switchbacks. With that, we welcome you in to tonight's post-game show, which is presented to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. That final score of Louisville City 3, Colorado Springs 2, brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. And with that Louisville City win, fans, you can head to any participating Louisville-area Wendy's location tomorrow to redeem your free small Frosty. Just be sure to show Louisville City's social media post for redemption i'm jeff milby casey whitfield is here spencer brown back in the espn louisville studios keeping us 
keeping us alive and on the air here tonight. What a game, Casey. Just an, as entertaining a game as you could have hoped to ever see. Chances after chance after chance after chance for both teams. Colorado Springs was fantastic. The crowd was fantastic there in Colorado Springs, it appears. But Louisville City goes on the road. They score from a corner kick two different times on either side of halftime. And then Martin Powell's late on scores what proved to be the winner for his first ever Louisville City goal. Just a tremendous, tremendous win for Danny Cruz and his team away from home to start this brutal stretch in September where five of six are not at Lynn Family Stadium. I mean, what? it's just such a great game. I mean, I'm still replaying it in my head because there was so much that happened, so much to process. I thought last weekend versus, uh, uh, here at home that nothing could get better than that game. What a dramatic ending. It was so exciting. But I think this game might have be right up there with it yeah. or topped it because there was just so much back and forth action. And again, the fight that Lou City had to have to keep Colorado locked out. Colorado with 20 shots, seven of them on target. That's just absolutely unreal. And for them only to be able to capitalize on two of them. And then also to get numerous players on the score sheet, players that haven't been on the score sheet recently that maybe haven't been informed to be able to have them get on the score sheet, get confidence going. It's exactly what they needed and exactly what they needed to build even more confidence to have another exciting game going into a really tough week as they prepare for Tampa. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment because that is going to be a hugely pivotal game, a resumption of a really what is the best rivalry in the, in the league, uh, Tampa Bay against Louisville City. Let's look at the stats because the stats certainly tell a story, and I think it is, it's pretty accurate for the game that we saw. 36 combined shots. 22 for Colorado Springs, 14 for Louisville City, 13 of the 36 shots were on target, 7 for Colorado Springs, 6 for Louisville City. We mentioned a couple of times the expected goals number. That's a, a, a statistic that shows you the quality, that explains the quality of chances, right? It's basically if you got this shot, how many times would you be expected to score it? Colorado Springs was expected to score three goals in this game. They got two. Louisville City with .74 expected goals and somehow got three. So Louisville City outperforming expectations in terms of where their chances came. The other statistics, Colorado Springs 63% possession. They led the possession battle the entire game, particularly in the second half when Louisville City had the lead for the vast majority of it. In terms of corner kicks tonight, we had 15, 10 for Colorado Springs, 5 for Louisville City, 22 fouls, 12 called against Colorado Springs. And in the end, I mean, what a colorful book this is. Let me count these up. Four yellow cards shown to Louisville City, and in the end, five cards shown to Colorado Springs, including a red card to their assistant coach on the bench. Just what an eventful game. I mean, the numbers pop off the page, and you want to talk about resilience from Danny Cruz's team. He mentioned it last week, just the, the willingness to win. The mentality has been something he's talked about all year long when they've struggled. Namely, think about Birmingham a couple of weeks ago when they went on the road and lost 2 to nothing. never looked like they were ever going to score. The mentality just wasn't there, and that's what Danny Cruz talked about after the game. Tonight, I would think he has to praise the mentality of his team because they, they withstood a storm for a long time from Colorado Springs. Tons of last-ditch defending efforts where they come in with a tackle at the last moment just to see a chance away for Colorado Springs. The mental toughness to go on the road before one of the best crowds they're going to see this year, right? I mean, not every crowd in the USL is great. That was a really good crowd. It looked like a full house pretty much for an 8,000-seat soccer-specific stadium. Just 
there's so much you can say about Louisville City for them to go on the road and win this game tonight. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I feel like in so many games past, the will to win, the willingness to do whatever it takes to score a goal or, you know, to get to the end of that cross just wasn't there for them. And I feel like tonight especially, we saw that they're getting two goals up, corner kicks, the headers, Martin Powell's fighting to get that goal, and then the numerous opportunities they're able to create. And that's not even talking about what happened on defense, just willing to do whatever it takes to sacrifice yourself to not allow a runner to go free in the box. I will say the first goal, though, for Colorado, it was a little shaky in the back line, I think caught off guard a bit. But regardless, just the willingness to do whatever it takes to win the game is finally there for them. It's clicking at the right time, and that's exactly where you want to be at this point in the season. The goals for Louisville City in the 22nd minute, Jorge Gonzalez heading in a corner from Carlos Mogel Jr., Mogel's first career assist. Then Colorado Springs answered in the 41st minute, Romario Williams scoring. We went to halftime. Louisville City came out with the on the front foot. They scored four minutes into the second half on another corner kick, this time Elijah Winder scoring on an assist from Carlos Mogel, his second of his career. We had a number of cards, a number of substitutions, and then two more goals late on. Louisville City scoring their third through Martin Powell's, his first goal for Louisville City for the 6-7 Dutchman. It was assisted by Brian Ownby. Then moments later, that was in the 88th minute, in the 90th minute, a penalty called against Sean Tosh, giving Romario Williams the opportunity to score from the spot. He dispatched it expertly to make it 3-2, but then Louisville City was able to see out four minutes of stoppage time after that goal was put in by Williams, and they win it by the final score of 3-2. Let's take our time out. More to talk about from this game. We will look ahead to the Tampa Bay game coming up next week on the road, and we'll also take a look at Racing Louisville. They had a tremendous win over the defending champs and the number one team in the NWSL, Portland tonight at Lynn Family Stadium. So much more to come here on the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show on ESPN 680 and 105.7. You may have been born to be wild, but you weren't born to be dead from a needless motorcycle crash. So when you're even just a little impaired, you do not get your motor running. You do not head out on the highway. What you do is get a ride from a sober friend, a taxi or rideshare service, or public transportation. Because you may be looking for adventure, but you're not looking for trouble. Please ride sober. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, Four times more solar than previously planned and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. 
at Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital. Doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. What a night for Louisville soccer fans tonight. Just in general, two top-level wins for your two favorite professional soccer teams. Louisville City, a winner in the game we're broadcasting to you by a final score of 3-2. to two. Racing Louisville also won tonight, and what a win it was over the defending champs, over the team currently in first place in the league, the Portland Thorns, at Lynn Family Stadium by a final of 2-1. to one. Racing coming from behind to win that one after conceding six minutes into the game. And it was without Jalen Howell, without Savannah DeMello, without Carson Pickett. Three players who are serious, you know, main starters for this team. The captain, Jalen Howell, the star, Team USA member, Savannah DeMello. Carson Pickett, an all-league level left back. Throw in the fact that Nadia Nadim, also back injured. uh, Not necessarily long-term injury, but was unavailable for tonight's game. So racing Louisville, we talk about the resilience of Louisville City tonight on the road, racing Louisville with an equally, if not more resilient performance to come out and not just win the game, but be the better team for 90 minutes against the defending champs, against the leaders in the league. That was one of the best games, I think, for racing. They just looked so good. They looked so aggressive. They made Portland look like Portland didn't know what they were doing. And Portland is a very good team and definitely knows what they're doing out there. They are extremely talented. I mean, they've won – They're the defending champions. They've won in the past as well. They also are number one currently in the NWSL, so a solid team top to bottom, loaded with talent, and racing came out there today and just completely dominated. They had two in the first half that hit the post, hit the crossbar, and that's even before... Portland scored and the goal that they gave up was really just an unfortunate goal a poor back pass Lund trying to clear it out but Weaver was able to deflect it and put the ball in the back of the net so not even like a chance that was created during the run of play it was an unfortunate mistake by racing that led to the goal and so for racing to be able to then battle back and get two solid goals against Portland absolutely amazing and they're sitting in playoff position currently yeah for the moment they are in sixth place racing Louisville on 24 points, they are even on points with O.L. Rain, but they go ahead of them in the standings on goal differential. However, the Rain play tomorrow, or they've yet to play this weekend, put it that way. I'm not sure if they're playing later tonight or, or tomorrow. So if they get a point out of that game, whatever game they have, they would go back in front of Racing Louisville at the end of the weekend's action. And also Orlando, they're two points back of Louisville right now. They have yet to play this weekend as well. Those teams play each other. They play each other. They play each other tomorrow at 6 p.m. Well, that's a hugely important game for racing Louisville fans to watch tomorrow night um, because the winner of that game, if there were a winner, would jump in front of racing Louisville. And if it were a tie, O.L. Reign would go back in front of racing Louisville. So at the end of the weekend, racing will not be in a playoff position no matter what the result of that game is. But for the moment, to end the night, they're in sixth place. They're in a playoff spot. 
It's September 2nd. We've never been able to say that about racing Louisville this late into the season. And the win tonight really makes you recalibrate what is possible for the racing Louisville team. Back-to-back ties after the World Cup break. They didn't look particularly convincing last week against Gotham at all. But they come home, get the job done. One of the better wins uh, racing Louisville has ever had tonight. They're in action this week in the Challenge Cup as well on Wednesday night at OL Rain. If they win that, they would play the final next weekend. That's an opportunity to lift a trophy on national TV on CBS. So we'll see what racing does in that game. They return home. Your next opportunity to come out and see them at Lynn Family Stadium is September 15th. They take on the Houston Dash at 730. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets 502 Lou City, 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. Our game tonight, the winner of the Man of the Match poll, as voted on by you, the Louisville City fans, was Elijah Winder scoring a goal to give Louisville City a 2-1 to lead in the second half. Winder, the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award winner. Louisville City now, Casey, looks ahead to next week. They will travel to Tampa Bay to take on their arch rivals at this stage in, in their history, a team that they've seen in the playoffs Umpteen years in a row, a team that they defeated in late dramatic fashion in overtime last year on Elijah Winder's goal to send them to the USL Championship Final. Those two teams, there's no love lost. They have been the two best teams in the Eastern Conference for many years now. Anytime they get together, it is appointment viewing in Louisville City on the heels of two dramatic, thrilling victories. We'll have some momentum and hopefully have some positive emotion heading into that game next week against a team in Tampa Bay that has already clinched a playoff spot. They're currently second place in the Eastern Conference, and they've clinched their berth in the playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, that I think the Tampa Bay games are the games that the fans look at on the schedule and circle because they know that it's going to be such an exciting game. Tampa Bay currently on a four-game winning streak, but the maybe one saving grace is they play Wednesday. They play Memphis 901 Wednesday at Memphis. So they're having to do a little bit of traveling as well. Short turnaround for them. So maybe that could be the one saving grace for Tampa for Louisville City to be able to kind of help there. Just throwing that out there is maybe an opportunity. Louisville City has a full week to prepare. Tampa only has a couple days. But regardless, it's going to be a really, really tough match. We always know that those are absolute battles on the field. It is the most grueling game. It's always a close one. So as a fan, I'm really excited to watch it. I think it's going to be an exciting one, but as a player, it's definitely one that is on your minds because then not only do you play them on the ninth, but you have to turn around a month later and face them again. Tampa Bay has had a, ch- a coaching change this year. Neil Collins, who's been in charge there for a number of years, leaving to take a job in England midseason. So Nikki Law, a former Tampa Bay player, has come in as head coach midseason. So a little bit of a change in the rivalry there. But certainly the culture of that team and many of the players of that team from years past remain, and that is going to be an absolute must-watch or must-listen. If you want to listen in to us, we will have coverage beginning at 7.15 on Saturday night. Kickoff at 7.30. You can hear it live in its entirety here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Final thought, Casey, on what we've seen, not just tonight, but the last two weeks from Louisville City. Last week, the 98-minute winner from Oscar Jimenez to give the boys in purple a come-from-behind victory. Today, they led early. They took the lead again after tying it. They score a third goal that proved vital. They go on the road in one of the most entertaining games we have seen, not just this season, but in a long time in terms of back-and-forth play, chances for both teams, and somehow they came out on top on the road. 
It, it, it's a good moment right now for Louisville City in a season where they've really needed a moment like this, I think. Well, and I think it's comforting, too, for fans to be able to see this coming at the end of the season, to see that they've been able to go from having some of the worst spells that we've seen in this program's history. And mind you, they're still in playoff plays. It's yeah, still, I absolutely. mean, that's, that's the thing to consider. Like they're still just fine, but for the standards that we have always held for this team, it's, it was a rough spell. And so for them to be able to put together back to back performances where they were tough matches and they were able to have that killer mentality, that work ethic that we're so used to seeing from typical Louisville City teams. It's comforting for fans to kind of now have that peace of mind. We're getting towards playoffs. The team is starting to come together, so it's a really positive outlook. So again, Louisville City at Tampa Bay next weekend at 7.30. You can hear it beginning at 7.15 here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. The victory tonight for Louisville City lifts them to 43 points in the standings. That is eight points back of first place Tampa Bay, six points back of Charleston, who sit just one place above them in the standings in third, and seven points back of Tampa Bay for second place. Louisville City does have a game in hand, though, on both Charleston and Pittsburgh, and will have, well, they'll be even on games played next week when they meet Tampa Bay. So there's a lot of opportunity. The point I'm making is there's a lot of opportunity left for Louisville City to jump up those standings if they can rattle off some wins, reel some wins together over the next couple of weeks. For the next five on the road, though, will be difficult for the boys in purple. That'll do it for us tonight. Don't forget Soccer City coming up on Thursday evening, 6 o'clock on ESPN 680 105.7. Myself and Benton Newman always with you every Thursday night. We look forward to joining you then. But Louisville City tonight, a winner on the road, a final score of 3-2 to two over the Colorado Springs switchbacks, a second consecutive dramatic victory for Louisville City. For Casey Whitfield, for Spencer Brown, our producer back in the ESPN Louisville studios, I'm Jeff Milby. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed it. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show on ESPN 680 and 1057. We'll see you down the road. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. 
A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wing. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue.